All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Slob in the Pod. Uh, before we get into this episode, I want to thank our sponsors for this episode. And today, uh, episode spo- <laughs> today's episode is sponsored by Liquid IV. Uh, Liquid IV is uh, six in one in one stick of liquid of six. God damn it! Dude. <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm too. Okay, hold on. One stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates faster and more efficiently than water alone. Contains five essential vitamins of B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C with three times the electrolytes of traditional sport drinks. Made with premium ingredients, non-GMO, and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Have you guys ever used uh, liquid IV before? I do it all the time, yeah. Yeah? You? Emil? Yep. Yeah. For hangovers, what do you get? Uh, yeah, that's like the number one thing, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about you, Cody? Um, do you go on runs and shit and you you take one like after or before? All right, so, so when uh, I, I keep them in my kit, you know, <gasps> and you're and you're like, yeah, everybody has a kit in their car, right? Yeah. That has extra stuff in it, you know, and oh, and is it like in case you guys get into like a crash or something or like what? get stuck in mud, well, you know, trapped yeah, in the snow, duct tape and zip ties and you know, whatever, um, you know, uh extra pair of pants and shovel well uh, like anyways yeah yeah but liquid ivs in there you know what i mean yeah yeah definitely extra toiletries you know whatever. Oh, okay whatever well if you guys want to enjoy liquid iv to help with your hangover or help with uh burying a body uh just go to liquidiv.com and you get 20 percent off when you use the promo code slob that's s-l-o-b slob for 20 percent off plus free shipping all right, thank you, uh, Liquid IV, for sponsoring this episode. Uh, let's start the let's start the episode. Just about to start. So, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Slob on the Pod. This is episode seventy. Uh, I am joined with a good friend of mine cody and emil cody beeson and emil ashaya ashaya yeah. ashaya hell yeah um obviously we've had cody on before so we already know his story we met uh doing open mics and for emil um he came out what was it like the third or fourth open mic at the at brewers yeah about that you know august 3rd oh august June, okay so oh Oh, so, so yeah, like about, third or fourth yeah fourth yeah. yeah so by the time we had our uh can you guys hear me yeah perfect double check okay yeah yeah I'm, um, I'm probably not on the mic i should be there there no you're good yeah fourth or fifth mic he came out yeah so he came out and um honestly bro like you, when you came up on stage and you performed you were hilarious from the beginning and as every uh show when i meet new um open micers that come up and perform and if i really like the way they are like if they're cool or if they're like if they're really funny and they're like chill people i gotta go to them right away and honestly bro as soon as you got off stage i was like who is this guy i need to get him on the podcast and we also wanted to keep you coming yeah then we find out that you're kind of like a i guess like veteran veteran in a way i mean you've definitely been doing it longer than most of us i did them i did them back in uh 2008 uh, i lived in phoenix and i did them for not even a full year I okay. kinda, it was like a New Year's resolution going into that year. Yeah, yeah. Did it for a while. Was involved in the open mic scene there. A couple showcases at clubs and yeah. What part of Phoenix were you in? Made no money. Uh, I lived in Gilbert, but I, I I performed mostly in like at bars in like Chandler, Mesa. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
And uh, so from 2008 to... Just 2008. Dang. Just like the beginning of it to almost the end of it. So, but was it something you were like doing every night or was it just like whenever you had a chance? Like two, three mics a week for okay. a while, yeah. Dang, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Right? Aren't you like jealous? Like, <laughs> like, like, oh man, yeah. I would... I mean, they were... What's that like? <laughs> they were they were like small Sajin Sands. I thought that's a oh, that's a pretty big turnout for me. <laughs> no, no, I I just mean in terms of like a big city vibe. People like aren't bar, there. To see they you. were bars. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah people. Yeah, aren't they there. were there to like have affairs and <laughs> day. You know, going in from day drinking. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But it was still dope. I mean, there was mic time. Yeah, there was mic time. There were comics. Lots of comics. It was the mics were usually at that time they were like you know seventy sixty percent comic. Oh, okay. and then dive bar crowd oh yeah and uh so from coming from that to the yuma scene obviously the airport shows and then just recently we did the crest show yeah with uh josh potter and chase o'donnell mm -hmm. so uh cheers to that boys yeah where's my drink oh here it is let's cheers to that cheers guys great hey, show cheers. great show on friday but um so going from those two uh what's what's the scene look like as far as like comedy goes from phoenix to yuma i mean it was so long ago it's not there, there were more mics obviously but mm -hmm. uh just talking to i mean i'm sure we'll get into the show at some point but talking to the the comic that came down from phoenix reese he, yep reese muniz and he he was like he said there's like six clubs now six clubs seven yeah. clubs maybe and at that when i did it it was like there was a club in scottsdale um the tempe improv and i think that's it like i don't remember those were the two that i like that were my bucket list you know get yeah. on get on at a showcase here and then hopefully do shows there eventually kind of thing but i don't remember other spots and he said there's like six Damn. Well, it's definitely yeah. I think so comedy's yeah. definitely grown right now. With so going on. it's not it's it, it's not like totally. You know, like you, you're starting a scene in Yuma, and you feel like it's lesser than maybe at times because it's just a beginning thing. It's not in a like, small town. Yeah, it's one not. a month. Yeah, yeah. but I we've mean, been picking it up though. I honestly feel like we've we've pretty much in the in the past three weeks we've been doing one a week, which is something. A lot more than we were doing before. We were doing like um, one or two a month. You know, actually, last month we had four, four mics. Okay. You know, if you count, you know, the Crest show and and uh, the different mic. I mean, we had four. So it yeah, because yeah. we just did what uh, Crest last Friday. Yeah. Then this yesterday Wednesday we did the airport. Yeah. So that's already back to back, and just that alone is like I. F and it's funny because uh, people from like L.A. and stuff that are constantly doing it, they're doing them like maybe <laughs> two, three a <laughs> yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. so. In one, you know, one night we're doing, you know, three and maybe one week. Yeah. And so uh, I can only imagine like how they're like, really, like, that's a lot for you. It's like, no, but, you know, it's something it's out something, here, especially yeah. out here. Yeah. I mean, it, it gives you time to kind of like digest what you did and if it worked or not and, you know, how you can improve it um, because you have such a, a gap in between the next one. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it would help to be able to try it. Okay. Try it again. Different in 45 minutes at a different place. Yeah. 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 You know? I also feel like it pushes you a little bit in terms of like writing. Cause then you're like, you don't rely on like when I, in Phoenix, it, I, 
I wrote five minutes, and I I did the that five minutes that entire year, <laughs> like oh, really? ten, maybe ten, whatever it was. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's all. That's it. And so did all the other comics. So you would go to these mics, and then just like in your head, be finishing people's sets, you know, uh, or before you went up, someone yeah. would say something that you're about to say to fuck with you, and it was like, I feel like now, I going into this uh the crest show yeah i was like apprehensive to do i ended up doing a bulk of like what i did at sage and sand but i was apprehensive too i was like oh what if like 10 15 of the same people show up which shouldn't <laughs> matter yeah but yeah. well then it'll work you know yeah that's yeah. true yeah. actually that brings up another question so go because i kind of uh felt this but i don't know about you guys but w- w- do you guys feel a difference to is it easier to perform it in front of a lot of people or like uh the the crest compared to brewers what's like what's more uh what more do you get like nervous or uh, anxious about like a bigger crowd or like a smaller crowd i mean it's it's all the same it's all the same really um i i kind of prefer i i strive i wish we could have a time where it was just mostly comics like what we had at red's birdcage oh well you can't say that i gotta bleep that out now what we or had at okay undisclosed for- location <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah whatever we'll bleep See, it out. now i gotta do work in editing <laughs> no it's cool um like that was so awesome because like that was for comics by comics like that was it felt like it was a natural and it was it, you know we had a pop-up that that just happened so um my point being is that's what i I really want but we've been fortunate to have you know 40 50 people come out to an open mic yeah to to watch to watch yeah and we had 11 last night oh yeah that's something i'm I'm gonna get into because comics yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, we do good job by the way thanks yeah great job hosting if i if i can only give one piece of advice please the only thing is uh you you should have took advantage of in between uh, people's sets saying jokes because at one point I was like oh he's you're just calling up people yeah. like next next yeah and I, and Wait, I got, that's your time I, to I got a, like I did a joke early and then I got I got into the groove of just calling people up because I I didn't want to I don't want to I don't know I feel like a little weird about just doing a joke before everyone goes up there yeah. It's a it's a hosting style for sure. I mean, more 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 of one than me just going up there and saying names. Yeah, true. But at the same time, it was my first time, so I wanted to feel it out. I I, I kind of checked some things off in terms of like toying with crowd work a little bit that went well, and uh, yeah, I did my jokes. I did a couple at the end. No, nah, man, you were awesome. But yeah, I, I'd rather you than I, me. So. I, 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 <laughs> I agree. I agree. They're they're absolutely. I I felt it in the middle there, and I feel like I even made a comment to you where I was like, "Damn, I need to like turn this energy that I'm feeling myself like getting stuck in of just like next is this person, next is that person." Yeah, and I think uh, all three of us have all hosted now, and so we can all like kind of we know where each of us are coming from. But yeah. I think uh, when I saw when I saw the thing about hosting, I saw it as like you either. If someone that performed and then it's you know uh if someone performed and then they didn't do as well yeah. you kind of got to pick up the crowd and prepare them for the next person right and then even if someone did well you got to keep that momentum going yeah, yeah, yeah. for the next person yeah. so you really control like the momentum of the crowd yeah. the whole show yeah. but between all of us like and everyone i guess listening yeah. uh 
I prefer just to go, and I mean, this sounds like probably bitchy, but I prefer just to go up, do my set, and get off. Just because, like, the hosting, is, it's a lot. Like, yeah. and we talked about it yesterday. Yeah. Even he, when you were up there, like, uh, doing everything, mm. he was sitting back talking to me, having a beer, and he's yeah. like, this is this is chill, man. I like this. Hell like, yeah. just yeah. having it. And that's, and that's what it is, is, like, you get to go up, do your set, yeah. get off, and then you can enjoy the time yeah. or just relax, do whatever. But, dude, when you're hosting, you're, you know, you're preparing for when he gets off what joke are you going to say next yeah. also you're also timing them so you gotta you know uh flash them if, if they're going too long so there's so many things going so you never relax until the show ends yeah. and i feel like at that point you're just like i can't wait for this show to end because yeah. like everyone like i said everyone gets their their three five minutes and then we get you know a minute yeah. each time so it's like maybe a good joke and then bomb bomb and then like maybe a good joke you know yeah so you're constantly working the whole time so i personally prefer just doing my set and getting off it was fun but don't ever ask me to do it again <laughs> no you, you should, you should it. be part of it yeah, i'll fucking do I, it again I, I feel like as as not great as i feel about how i did i'm excited about some things i feel like i did all right at and i want i want to round out that that skill set like okay i feel like that's a tool in the bag man like you oh definitely from, like you got a host you know, and then eventually, you gotta pay your dues, yeah. yeah, that's something. Yeah, yeah. no, the first time Cody uh, asked me was yeah, he asked me to uh, do it, and I was like, you know what, man? Like, I never thought about doing that. Like, I was really nervous actually. And then he was like, but it, you know, like you said, it should be you should be well uh, well rounded. Sure. you know be able to do your set but also like if you have to host a night like try it out. Like that's another skill set you have. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? That's right. And because he said that, I was like, I I've ever since i started doing comedy i did it because i would always say i wanted to do it but i would make excuses or i'd be like well i only live in Yuma. there's nothing going on so the first time that the red moon sign posted i was like there's my opportunity like what's my excuse now so i did it so now that i'm in it and i'm doing it when i get presented these um options where it's like hey if you want you can host i'm like you know what i'll do it that way you know it kind of go it one it helps me towards like more like uh more stage time as well as getting more comfortable in front of a crowd so whatever it is like i i do it but when cody asked me and i was like i really didn't want to do it because i was like super nervous knowing i was going to be up there more often and kind of controlling the crowd mm. but i was like you know what i have to do this like if this is what i want then i can't be a bitch and be like no i'm, t I'm too shy or no no so like and that's what we've talked about before is every time there's a open mic there's a part of us that kind of wants to be like, ah, oh, you know what? I, I'm not feeling it today. Like, I'm, I don't think I'm going to do it. But something in us is like, we have, we got to go. Yeah. And then it's, it's like, once you go, then afterwards you're like, I'm so glad I came. Yeah. It, and it's almost like I would refer it to like going to the gym. I was just going to say, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 exactly that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, it's going to suck. You know, you don't really want to go. You'd rather just stay home or whatever and like just keep writing or something not get in front of a crowd yeah. not work out and then it's like fuck it i'm gonna go you go you work out and you feel amazing yeah. and afterwards you're like i'm so glad i came yeah. as bad as i didn't want to come i'm so fucking glad i came yeah. same thing with any open mic any opportunities anyone gets presented towards comedy i'm like as much as i don't want to do it i gotta let, let's just do it let's just fucking see what happens mm -hmm. and so thank you cody for the opportunity I, I'm, I'm glad you guys are doing it because honestly i couldn't do it without at least you know three people um and luckily we've had enough people come out that want to try stuff out um yeah you know what oh good i'm just gonna say and we're down to like having a good five minute set like uh, you know there's people that they get it like i think you know um 
uh, one of the people that, that, that kind of gave me some advice out of Tucson, uh, Roy, Roy Reynolds, he said like, Hey man, by October you'll have double digits and sure as hell we do. Yeah. That being said, like the five minute rule works. People get it. Like they wrap up five minutes is enough time. Five minutes. Is, you know, especially if it's your first one. Yeah. Like we had a couple of people go short. Yeah. And, um, I, th- I feel like I did maybe three at my first one. Oh, I usually go short. Yeah. 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 I'd rather go short than for sure. Over. Absolutely, I, um, I've made always, that mistake. Always go short, <laughs> but you know, five minutes is digestible. Yeah. You know, when there's like seventeen minutes, oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sometimes, um, when there's nobody else there, you kind of gotta let somebody go. Also, yeah. Well, yeah. and that's the thing is like, yes, last night was bittersweet <laughs> because when we first started, me, you, and Matt were talking about it. Like when we first started, it was three of us to the point where like. We could go up three times each, and it still would barely fill an hour. So, going coming now to like fast forward now to now we have like ten. I think we had eleven last night. We had eleven last night. Well, that first night we had I think five. If there's Raul, you, Matt, um, Rob, who did a, a freestyle rap, Sick. I don't, I don't, I don't think I was. No, I wasn't there. Was it? Yeah, funny, I were, I was was it a funny one. freestyle? No, you were there. Rap? Yeah, I no no he no not comedy. He's wrote. like, hey man, uh, uh, sure Matt whatever. Brewer, I, and then this lady Wendy who uh, did a thing. But yeah, you were there. You were there because it was a, it was April six. It was the first you know airport one. Oh shit! But anyways, I remember. I'm like, I don't care. Go for it, dude. Like <laughs> it's something up there. Yeah, we need a fill yeah. time because I don't have you know. Rip it, you got 20. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So we went from that to last night being 11 people. And I think I was so used to the freedom we had with, like, uh, we're going to get, you know, just, it's like, is there a time limit? It's like, no, just go and, and we'll yeah. tell you when it's too long. Yeah. So I got used to that. So last night I was excited because I wanted to work on what I did on Friday, which I felt really strong with with that set. And then after listening to it, then I was like, I want to do it again, but I want to add stuff. And so I didn't know last night was my first night that we did the five minutes each. So I was like, oh, shit, we're timed. All right, cool. I'll cut it down. But I was really looking forward to doing a little extra. But it, like I said, it's bittersweet because it's like, well, the reason I can't do that is because we're getting more people. But at the same time, we're getting more people. Yeah. Like, and, and that's what the goal was all along. And I mean, at this point, we're turning... I mean, Cody. I, I, I don't mean... <laughs> Cody, I, I never want to take fucking any... <laughs> anything uh, away from his work but because of not, cody you know, whatever, right. brewers is starting to turn into like a, a little comedy like a little comedy club every wednesday of the month all, all i want people is, are showing up they know what's going on yeah. i want to say is we've always had a five minute rule <laughs> <laughs> heads up no okay no 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 no, no we no, had five, no, five no, to ten no you're right though when it was it, only like five or six of us and yeah. we had an hour and a half you're it was right. like no you're just, right you're yeah right. you're right just we, recently we fill yeah fill the time yeah, keep it going. But didn't you realize uh, yeah. when Raul got on that he was like, I'll believe the name, I guess. Ah, whatever, we'll talk about it. <laughs> that when he was up there, after uh, you flashed him, he's like, damn, that's... F-. He, he, he said it in the mic. He's like, that was fast already. Oh, that was a fast and in my fast. head, I'm thinking like, yeah, this is what happens when you have a time set. Yeah. Like, he's so accustomed to just doing it at the airport yeah. that he's just used to just being just, yeah, go until you're done. Talk your head off, say poems and shit. But like... But, but he also blew me away at the... Uh, the undisclosed location mike when he he stopped himself and he goes that should be seven minutes and it was 
you had yeah. his phone, right? It was exactly I, seven minutes. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's that crazy stuff. Yeah, but, but I mean, he had it, so he's got he's it. He's into the he, dark magic. He, he, yeah, <laughs> but he can black magic. I think if he knows ahead of time, he'll be good. Yeah, you know, five. Yeah, three, seven, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not like the end of the world. Some places you go over, you're banned for life. But you know, as long as you you start to wrap it up, yeah. um, that that's it. You know, yeah, really. But now that we have that that in place, like, I want to add like a timer or something, you know, so you see it count down in front of you, like a like a CrossFit like a gym timer. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah, I always I always thought about practicing my sets with a timer, but I feel like I'd be so focused on the time that what now since yeah, I know true. that the like say if I have 30 seconds yeah. left and I have a good minute left of that joke, I'm gonna yeah. be like, uh, so then he, exactly. he sucks her dick and then it, it, it works in CrossFit because you're like, oh, I got 10 seconds to do like eight more pull ups. Yeah, and, and, you, and you can like bust yeah, out shit yeah. faster. But you don't wanna know you have 30 seconds right. in the, cl- the clock. Yeah. It's like a bomb. It's like, <laughs> say your joke yeah. before the fucking bomb. So then it felt up. like I was gonna come. And right before it came, oh, I gotta get I gotta get to the end of this joke. Yeah. It's a stupid it's, joke. Yeah. Exactly. So it could work, but at the same time, it's like you. It feels better when you're like, okay, I think I hit five minutes, and you're like, you actually did like four and a half, or you did yeah. six and a half. Yeah, yeah. So I, you're, and it ends smoothly. Because yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, Raul would be so funny. <laughs> okay, so actually, um, I, I've I've done it before with with a timer, man. Like, and uh, when you see you only have forty seconds left, like you're disarming a bomb, you you uh, abandon certain things. That's true. And you just yeah. you hit like one, two, three. I mean, three. same thing. You get and, lit. Like it's still a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know, man. I I, I just remember seeing. A, I, I I remember doing a set and seeing the timer, and it's like, there's only time to do this, and I know this will work, and it did. And it's like, okay, good idea. Like it was a great night. Like that yeah. was the difference, I guess. Yeah. And I remember even saying like, oh, I'm gonna solve this problem in 40 seconds. It worked. And my point being was, um, I I I, I could uh, let's do the timer. Let's add a timer. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm down to try it. Man, um, cool. I don't know. Versus it would, it would make us better because honestly, I mean, if we want to, uh, all yeah. If we want to venture out, we're gonna have to get used to like, hey, motherfucker, if you run like a second over, you're fucked. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. we should all practice on that just to make ourselves better. But um, was I gonna say? Oh, that brings up another question. Uh, you guys like so for you, what is uh, is comedy like doing stand up and stuff? Is it a hobby? Is there an end goal or is there like a goal towards it other than just like, yeah, it'd be cool to get up on stage or are you, this is something you guys are pursuing? I've always wondered about that. You know? I always ask myself that. That way I know when I get super nervous, I'm just mm-hmm. like, remember why you're doing this. Like, it's not just a hobby. If it was a hobby, it'd be easy for me to be like, you know, like eh, I don't feel like going today. But that kind of reminds me like, bro, you're doing this because like we've, me and Cody have talked about, um, I would love to be a successful comedian and to me our description I feel like uh, for a successful comedian would be being able to quit your normal job and just live off stand-up money I don't you know we I don't need to be Kevin Hart or nothing or nothing crazy like that but if I could just live comfortably and my job is to just go perform on stage then I made it so back to the question for you guys like what is what is stand-up for you guys I mean, I was that too deep. Was that no. gay? No, I liked it. I feel like I should get punched in the I mean, face. Maybe it was gay, but I liked explain. it. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it's I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I would love to uh, to just see where it goes. I don't know. I'm just I, 
I love stand up and and I just the thing with Yuma is you can do stuff. It's yeah. like, hey, this is, you know, let's put these things together. It's it's a blank canvas. So yeah, um, it's so far it's just it's working because <coughs> I think everybody involved all we all just love stand up. We yeah. all just love comedy. And I, well, I've said it before, man. I'd rather watch a comedy special I've seen a million fucking times yeah. than one of the Saw movies that I've never seen. You know, like yeah, yeah. you know, like so. Um, uh, yeah, we're. I, I think. I think there's enough people, you know, out of the the Yuma community that will come out and support either an open mic, and have dinner, and and you know, hang out for an hour and a half or two hours, and there's enough people that will come out and support a professional show. Oh, okay. And I mean, and a casino show. I mean, they sell out when and they bring in you know national headliners. You know, so there there's people that pay for comedy and support comedy. Mm-hmm. what about you i mean I, lo- I i loved it that's why i did it in 2008 i know i didn't i was i got paid w- for one show maybe like 20 bucks yeah so it's I a good w- feeling though, I, isn't it yeah it was dope it was super yeah. dope. i always want to frame the first dollar i made from just doing i was 24 and i needed more than 20 bucks and free bud lights so i had to go get another job always wanted to keep doing it and then i unfortunately lived in cities where like you could do it more mm-hmm. but i was working and i i did i, I was also bitter about because when i did it i put a lot of pressure on myself and i you know got invited to do like a showcase at the improv and in my mind that was that was it like the i was mecca. gonna some you old man it. was gonna come in from the back and be like smoking a cigarette and be like who's this kid he's opening this weekend and then i was gonna start getting paid and when that didn't happen i was like oh fuck i gotta go get a job or keep doing this for no money for a while yeah, you know? yeah. so damn the guy sounds really like yeah. you're a stock kid yeah. you're gonna make it you're gonna yeah. make it to hollywood yeah. one day yeah. <laughs> it's he's on his third pack yeah, yeah he's like yeah. i like something about yeah, you kid good. you remind yeah. me about my a young me i like your jokes about your cum <laughs> original i had an uncle too <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly so uh so i guess what i'm getting at is like if let's just say towards the end of your life you know once you get older yeah if stand-up isn't something that you had perfected and pursued so much like would it be like is that what you would want to when you're passing away like that's like well i did stand up up until this point or at some point you just kind of give it up because it's not going anywhere and so later on down the road you're like man i wish i would have kept it going like like or or well, i'm just glad i tried it but like where are you guys at because what i'm getting at is like doing uh hey I'm yeah what's up no. mind trouble no. mind trouble no. huh After. uh we'll probably get out food to eat okay. yeah what time I don't know. <laughs> I'll message you. Okay. Uh, sorry for the interruption. I'm going to cut all that out. Why? Whatever. You can leave it. I've been married for 10 years, dude. My wife enters every room like she's about to serve a warrant. Like I know. That was... that was, that was not me- She'll do that shit when I'm napping. This was fine. <laughs> I know. She's lucky I have a gun right here because I'm not... <laughs> I should have locked that door. <laughs> I just shot her. Uh, what was I getting at? You're oh. Yeah. When we die. Yeah, yeah. So for me, like doing stand up is, is this is kind of like this is what I want to do. Yeah. Like, yeah, I have a job and, and and stuff, but like 
that's the goal yeah is to become my definition of a successful comedian so i don't know like are you guys doing this as a hobby come on guys i need to know i, I don't want to waste my time with you guys and no, i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> i mean I, I i'd like to think uh you know we're, we're making progress yeah. it, no that's it, what i'm in, saying i in see the potential you, guys, you just got to keep showing get up really good at it yeah, yeah. you just got to keep showing up yeah. i mean i think the only time you you, you doesn't work is when you don't try you don't come out you don't yeah. you know you, you just got to keep doing it and the thing is when you live in a, a major market you have multiple opportunities and i even even in tucson you have multiple opportunities in a single night um we have maybe two a month yeah we had four things going last month so mm. it'd be cool to find a, a a spot where we could do at least one a week yeah do you think yeah, we, do you think we have enough people to come out and support that a hundred percent. Really? Yes. Okay. Once a week? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Easily. Because the way I see it is uh, every time after a show, I have people that... What? I was just thinking something. Go ahead. What's so funny, Cody? Well, the... <laughs> we Here's the... We could go to government meetings and sign up for Call the Public and get three minutes there. Oh, I had another idea. Have you guys seen Chad and JT go deep? on netflix no no the, the, this is what the, the you gotta check it out it's okay. a it's like a produced by a tim and eric okay oh yeah tim heidecker and uh, eric warheim no and it's just like these two um i mean they're kind of characters of of themselves is it a show or a movie it's a it's like a netflix series oh okay and and like ev bits? every episode they're starting at a council meeting bringing oh. up some like funny thing that they're about to do for that episode is it real is they're it in a real meeting they're in a real meeting oh. they're, in, I think oh. they're in real meetings yeah, for well. sure i think i saw start out in like a Got youtube me. video there was like a guy that's that something about he was uh at the council meeting to like something for like partying or, or raving or something this yeah and it started out as like a bit and i i think it kind of continued because that sounds very uh it's similar to what i've heard thing, yeah. oh okay. there's no original ideas anymore no 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 well, nonetheless, if, oh, there's, if there's enough people. Yeah. Well, I had an idea. So we know how our good old friend that started the shows at Red Moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to start, like, beef on this podcast. <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> no, I mean, everybody, everybody, support everybody. We, yeah. You know, they give us time. Everybody gives us time. No, hold we're on. trying to get yeah. shot. The person I'm talking about, the guy that put on the show at Red Moon. Yeah. Now he switched it. Remember when we first started? It was music, poetry, and stand-up yeah and now it's just poetry and music so i had an idea what if the next uh show they have we sign up for poetry and we write a poetic like a poet like a, a, a what's it called uh yeah a haiku a stanza or yeah. a stanza or whatever the fuck poetry what's it called and and yeah. yeah and but we make it funny we should do that <laughs> hickory that way, dickory die yeah there you go dice clay exactly we yeah. should do that and then that kind of like oh, they're like hey have like you, have you seen the video of theo vaughn that was a good one the, the girls yeah, yeah in front yeah, of the, the feminist the feminist yeah. yeah that was a good one that's very it. good that's when i got the idea because i was like yeah. well they still have these shows at red moon but it's only music and poetry how can we slip in and it's like all right well, i'll write a poem dude. dude we should do it yeah we could all do a separate act and yeah dude i i think we should um isn't there Add an open list isn't there an open mic on friday at at cafecito it, i don't i haven't heard anything about first friday i haven't either but it is a friday the first friday coming up. yeah but remember the last first friday yeah something always comes up so Whatever. we'll see but uh, if that's the case, and if you guys are listening, 
but this episode won't be due till next week, so it won't be too late by then. Well, would you be interested in doing a set there? Uh, yeah. Because it was. I'm actually going out downtown, so it'd be cool to do a set and then go hang out. Uh, very cool. But I kind of felt the first time we did it, like I wanted to go up at the end of the night because it was a weird. Uh, we went. Wait, we went towards the end. Yeah, I didn't want to fuck up the vibe. You know what I mean? Like. There was no vibe. It was just music the whole oh, time. But people were listening to the music and oh, look at them do their thing. And then I'm going to get up there and tell you about, you know, they needed an intermission. Drawing my dick with a hand towel, you know, like <laughs> you did it really good that night. But my point did is, did you do a drawing your dick with a hand towel? Then? Yeah, but yeah. I, I didn't want to do that while like there's still kids there and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. most of the kids so, were running around in the back. All the yeah, older people yeah. that are drunk by then were all up front. And yeah. that lady even came up to you. Like oh, your set. This is what time? Uh, we, like eight, it was like eight and eight thirty or yeah, but it started at six. So they're like, oh, you want to go at six? We six went, no, we went way later. Yeah. Anyway, I also showed up. For, it was like till ten, I think. But they may or may not have it, so you should come too. Nope. <laughs> Friday, come on. <laughs> no, da- I used to work downtown, so I feel weird about oh. doing a mic downtown. Nah. Oh, sh- it's Cafecito. I, you I, did a mic. You did a. I did. I did. In between Cafecito and Redmond, yeah. the little garden area. No, I mean, as I hear you, as, as as I do more of them, I'm getting closer to being like whatever. I don't fucking care. Yeah. But um, after my first mic at the airport, when you guys came up and were super cool, after you guys were like friday we're, we're doing this cafecito thing and then i just like i was like no i'm not doing my second mic downtown where i'm yeah. gonna see a bunch of people i used to work around that's the best drink yeah. or it's not but it's i don't know man like every time i see opportunity i'm just like stage time stage time i don't think yeah. about anything else even when i think about those things yeah. where it's like well, it's good like yeah. even when you i'm not gonna lie i'm gonna be honest with you when you did the whole airport thing brewers i was like really like this is i'm gonna do this you know but once i went did it yeah. and the more i do it i fuck i fell in love with it i'm like yeah. dude i look forward to like it was cool doing the show on friday at the end of the month and then the following week we do the open mic at brewer i was so excited because i was like fuck yeah like whatever i did on friday was cool but i want to add to it now i could work at brewers and dude i'm not i'm not nervous or anything i'm more like excited anxious like i just want to get up there yeah. that's why like when uh the last last time when I ran the the time too long at the last crash show, you punished me by putting me at the very end. You literally put me last. Remember? No, for the open mic. Yeah, that wasn't a punishment. No, I mean. No, it, I know, I know, I know. But you you're, were, you're the, and I was like, batter. No, no, I appreciate that. Which now there's I'm, runners on second and third. Of course, we're going to put you up at last. Come I know. On. Now I'm appreciating like the last spot, but at the time. I, I got there like, oh, I usually get called like second or third, so I can't wait to get up there. So when we were like names and names, and I was like, by like five, six, I was like, damn, like, when do I get called up? Like, is he mad at me? But then he called me up, and, and I was just, I just wanted to get on stage. Nice. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, so I apologize for no. thinking that the airport was embarrassing. No, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, in a way, like, uh, it kind of checks the boxes because I didn't want a huge room. I didn't want like a big open, you know, vaulted place. I wanted a small type place. Um, I wanted a place that was dead, to be honest. And well, you got people it. keep coming out. That's big. Uh, um, but that being said, uh, I, I thought, you know, the airport, you know, whatever it is, what it is. But after a while, it's like it's the only stand up open mic in an international airport. And the other open mics are like in Nashville, you know, they're like yeah. music. So like, it's kind of unique in that regard. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But whatever. And you know, what's funny is I always thought about like now going to the, like you said, like, it's like, it's open mic. 
in an airport. Yeah, check I, it off your list. Yeah, I would hear like uh, comedians talk about doing, you know, uh, um, comedy inside like strip malls and stuff. Yeah. And in my head, I'm thinking like, damn, that's got to be fucking weird. Like, because, you know, a strip mall is usually like it's on its last leg. Like, like there's like maybe Anchor Blue and there's like Old Navy, like all the wax stores left until they get completely closed down. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it can't be like a good spot. But it's like very similar to like the airport. Like you think that too, but it's like, bro, like it's actually a cool spot. Like it's a low key spot. Like you said, it's kind of a small crowd and it's one of those places to like really work out your material without feeling judged. Or even if you bomb, it's just like, yeah, like that was fun. Like, and it, the cool thing I like, dude, is like, that's the day that I get to all hang out with you guys. Yeah. I know I sound like a fucking loser. No, no friends, yeah. but <laughs> you guys are my only friends. I fucking <laughs> love you. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But it, it's, it's a, a, I, the airport, I'm, I'm, this is like, I'm beginning to love it a lot. Yeah. So good job, Cody. Hey. No, it's a, it's a great room, man. Like, I was worried about going to Sage and Sand from there mm. because I was like, oh man, it, it feels supportive in that room at Brewers. Mm. And then like just. Like an AA meeting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then. And then go ahead and keep exactly talking. Like you that. want a drink? Uh, sure. Twist yeah. my arm. Anything? I'm good. Thank you. Um, but yeah, and then going into Sage and Sand where I was like, go just going off the story of you guys doing it there i was like oh man this is gonna be brutal if it doesn't go well like i don't feel like there was the cushion of like the people at brewers where they're, they're maybe they don't laugh but they're not gonna sure either they're, one they're not gonna make you feel like you should stop yeah um you know one it seems like more like just a, a bar people are going out yeah. um the other uh they're there for to yeah. watch it and yeah. and thank you sir that's the thing that, that really, every time I show up to set up, you know, the sound or whatever, I go, are, are these, are you guys here for this? Yeah. <laughs> and I felt really bad because last night there was, um, it seemed like somebody that didn't know what was happening. Yeah. Um, but everybody else, like, there's been times people called in to reserve tables and it's like, what the hell? There's That's just cool. nothing else to do on a Wednesday night. Um, but that being said, they've been coming out. Yeah. You know, so uh, can I love we, it there. Can we do it every week? You know, I, I think if we ask them, they might go for it. So. Oh, every week at the airport? Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. So, how'd yeah. you get the uh, the Red Moon one? Or the Red Moon, uh, the Red, or the undisclosed location place? Oh, uh, we, uh, <laughs> we just asked them. We, we just, you know, said, hey, we're supposed to go to El Centro and end up being this whole you know alphabet talent show can we go yeah to uh can we just set up a speaker we're like all right you know and actually from reds um so if you guys don't know if you guys have ever been or haven't been to reds there's this like <laughs> awkward like spiral staircase that's like very tiny that goes up to like a second story patio that overlooks the inside bar it's very hard you got to go there but so we performed at that top spot literally everybody else was downstairs the only people we performed for was each other yeah there yeah. was what it was uh us three seven or eight of us yeah and we all and, and was there that many yeah it yeah. was yeah, you, right. us three raul uh eric yeah Haley. Haley. oh six right yeah and oh, then that eight. one guy that showed and your up. buddy oh my buddy penny and and then and, that guy that showed and their up. friend uh yvette I think was there for a minute. So eight. 
And there was one dude that came up that tried it from. Yeah, and then yeah. he, went, he went right back yeah. downstairs. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't part of, but tried it, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what I was saying was, like, that was just a cool spot because even if we can't do that, I think it'd be cool to all kind of, like, gather somewhere, like, maybe at your shop or something. You know, somewhere where we kind of just perform in front of each other. And it doesn't even have to be, like, a, a bar or anything. Just us yeah, it'd be yeah. Super because down. it was cool because i got the it was kind of like uh who was it someone else had performed they did it i think it was you right you went on twice who went on twice a couple eric, of us eric has before eric went on twice yeah. and i was like you know what i should too like yeah. i liked my first set but i want to try something else yeah, yeah. so it kind of and it gives you you have all the time in the world so yeah. i think we should do something like that where we just have like a, a designated spot we just kind of perform in front of each other should we turn that into my uh slob in the park yep yeah we should do that just start it out as that and then people will just come as it goes the weather's almost nice dude oh it's yep we got that nice it's rain right today there. it's gonna take away that heat bring in some cool air what what part weather section of the podcast what park would you think would be ideal oh the what's the one by kofa smuckers oh smuckers smuckers boom well people are running yeah. yeah. Oh. Pushing their pushing their baby carriages. You know what? The uh, I, I could see like the promo video for this actually. You know, you just yeah. like old people walking and just like, <laughs> and then like we're there. Yeah. So there's one time, time I stuck my uncle's dick. Yeah. The old guy just like, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah. He <laughs> circles back around. I think it's like the best park. It's just creepy old dudes watching us <laughs> talk about yeah, what's Jordan talking about jokes. Yeah. they're just kind of like <laughs> yeah. like creepy ass laugh. I do that I do yeah, that yeah. Yeah. I've been there done that yeah. buddy no but yeah I think that would be cool um, even do you, if it's during the week do we have to rent a gazebo or can we just like be there I mean technically you should reserve them I guess and they got the outlets and everything we could just yeah, plug do. in and I or or get that battery powered one. I'm I'm like on the fence of getting a battery power battery powered. So we just do it like in the grass. We we do it anywhere. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, I was thinking, you know, a little PA speaker. It's a, it's an eight inch. You know, not mm. not a fifteen, but it's an eight two hundred watt. You know, PA. I think speaker. we should do it. You know, and I say give it two weeks. The weather starts cooling down. Yeah. Like after after things things after uh, Halloween. We should do our. You know what we should do? Uh, oh, shit. If you guys do the airport on oh, Wednesday. What, what? 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 I think I, think I know where you're going. Oh. What should I we do? Say, if, you're gonna, if we do the airport every first Wednesday, or if we get it to every Wednesday of the week, then I could be following you. So Thursday at the park. And uh, oh. Wednesday after the show, we announce it. That way Thursday, those people kind of come, or some do. Maybe get one or two people each show. Or vice versa. I do the park one announcing the the airport one that's not what you were thinking huh no i, I thought you were <laughs> yeah. gonna say you're gonna do like a pop-up halloween one. Oh nah i'll yeah. probably i think yeah. november like first or second will be the first show okay do you guys first week of november do you think like um people complaining like people telling the cops that we're out there saying vulgar things would be an issue in public like these mm -hmm. guys are out here talking about freedom of speech freedom of speech i know but mm -hmm. like at, i mean at, at some point if enough people complain are the cops just gonna be like they can stand there and say whatever they want they paid for the gazebo for I the ramada i think 
I want to believe that the cops are just going to be like, come on. Like, it's just a Karen complaining. Yeah, and they're yeah. going to be like, come on, they're not really harming anyone. Yeah, they're saying some yeah. stuff. If anything, just walk away. You sure. know what I'm saying? So I think we get cut some slack. At some point, maybe we would get cut out. But the way I see it, it's, it's another time to perform yeah and just take advantage of that time once they call it they tell us like hey man you got to leave or pay us it's yeah. like all right we'll go from there like i get that we can i just wonder like if it would become an issue anyways mm. which we're only going to find out by doing it yeah it's one of those things it's like it may or may not happen i but when i say issue i just mean like drama drama yeah yeah no i'd rather uh what's the, the term i'd rather ask for forgiveness and ask for permission beg for forgiveness why why tomato tomato why couldn't we make the term like a flash mic you know what i mean like you know a flash mob like a flashlight mm. a flashlight flash mic no a flash flesh mob a flash mob flesh. you know but a flash <laughs> mic you know not a <laughs> now I'm only thinking about a flashlight. I yeah, I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking off. about a flashlight. I'm, I'm thinking about a flashlight with a mic on top like that would <laughs> yeah. be the mic. I bet you they have those. They've got to. I got to get some flesh mics. Dude, that could be your merch. <laughs> flesh mic? Flesh a flesh mic. <laughs> and it, it'll be like Thanks it'll for be being a fan. Fuck God, this mic. This will be like the the look of like a flashlight and it'll be like a vagina with a, a mic coming out of yeah. it with like a drip like a rubber <laughs> drip. <laughs> Um, what I'm saying is a flash mob, a flash mic. Like, what if is flash mic the title of this podcast? Oh god, this episode. Damn it, flash mic, flash mic. Yeah. <laughs> All right, keep going. Pop ups, like a pop up pop mic, up. but mm-hmm. you know, prepare it for that. Have a battery powered mic. Have a wireless mic. I hate wireless mic. Point being is no wireless mic. Have have it set up where you could just do a boom, you know, and people follow that page, and then you you post it on Tuesday and Wednesday. You do it or whenever the hell you do it. But my point is. At that point, you some businesses would want it. They like want a, like a food truck without a permit. You just kind of, yeah. you just shoot out where you're going to be, do uh-huh. it until you get out. stopped. Yeah. yeah, until you get caught. Yeah. Until you get caught, and then by then you've got a following going, and then yep, yeah. It's like uh, when illegals come over here and then they get caught and they get put back. They just keep trying, to, you know. They just find another way to come back. <laughs> Same thing with us. Like, if we get caught at the park, it's like, all right, well, we can't do it here, so let's yeah. go to the next park until they tell us not to do it. And then yeah. we go to the next spot. <laughs> well, you pop up wherever there's there's going to be people. Yeah. You know, like, there's going to be a meeting at, you know, this, you know, whatever place, and they're outside. True. You know, like you said, a park. Mm-hmm. Mainly, that'd be ideal. Yeah. If there's a block party downtown, go set up in a parking lot. Holler, behind? Holler people. Well, <laughs> yeah. Holler. Yeah. Behind, yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Oh, that would be no, a good one. electricity out there. Nah, it's not. not funny. That was a dumb idea. I know. Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Your park idea is way better. Let's do that. <laughs> kidding. That would be a good one, too. Uh, well, that's what it was. It slob on the block. What? That, so I had another idea for the podcast, like a little separate segment. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I go to the crest like at 2.30 in the morning when it's letting out, you know? And uh, as they come out, I just interview drunk people and ask them stupid stuff. Mm. And it'd be Slav on the block. You know what? And give them stickers and you grow your audience. And you know, just like, pop a sticker on their forehead. And then I'll do a Patreon where I'd just yeah. be like, I'll give you a t-shirt if you show me your titties or your dick. And it's just a bunch of guys showing me their dicks for shirts. Because <laughs> there's a lot of girls I'm going to do it. You're going to run out of shirts. Gonna, yeah. I'm going to run out of shirts, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get run out of extra larges yeah. exactly oh, yeah. yeah yeah 
but I don't know, it's just some ideas. That works. No. No. So, Emil. Yeah. What's your writing process when it comes to coming up with your jokes? Um, just got a notebook with a bunch of stuff scribbled in it. Like, uh, do you write? Do you type in your phone? Do you I, t- t- I, I, I do. I like, uh, so the, the stuff that I scribble in the notebook, I feel like it's like maybe points in my life that I feel like might be interesting and things to dig into and write about. And I kind of like, when I first started writing, I started like, this is where I was born. This is where I lived. This is where I did that. And like, I worked here for this time. I was in this relationship and that relationship or had this experience. So I had all these things mapped out. And then I, and then on my phone, I'd be thinking about one of those things and then come up with something and like throw, throw it in my phone. And once I had like two or three things on that thing, I'd try to combine them or use them to inspire some other spinoff or something of it. But, Oh, okay. And so, uh, are, are most your, like, cause the way I do it is I either remember a story or I see something that happens in front of me yeah. and it could be like something basic, like, uh, at a traffic light and you see some lady crossing the street Sometimes, so, yeah, yeah. and in my head, I just started thinking of like, it'd be funny if this and this happened. Yeah. Like, so I write jokes based off that. Yeah. And, uh, whenever I do, I, if it's something like very descriptive, I'll, I'll, I'll pull over and I'll type that shit in my phone. Sometimes it's just like, Oh, uh, this, this, and this. And then if I go back and I'm back home and I'm like going through like, what, you know, what should I say tonight or whatever, or this week mm. I'll go through them. And then I see just little like bullet points. But do you sometimes have the problem where like you, uh, you're like, where the fuck was I going with this? Oh yeah. All the time. D- and that sucks <laughs> yeah. because you're, that you're like fuck that was probably a good joke and i probably fucked it up and i don't remember what yeah. i was going with this yeah. it was just like this and this happened yeah. and you couldn't piece it together later on and so yeah. you're like i just wasted it like if you read through my shit right now like you'll read a complete joke and go like that was pretty good and then the next one it'll just be like not not even like a concept it'll be like i took the concept tried to start constructing a joke and then yeah abandoned it because hoping I didn't you know could build on, yeah, yeah. on it later it's just on like yeah and it reads so much weirder than if i would have just left it as the concept but i don't want to like lose the little bit i've built onto it just in case yeah so it's like this weird going nowhere half bit mm-hmm. i got a bunch of those yeah i do too i mean i think <laughs> yeah. and that's the thing is like i said i think it's one of those things like when it happens in the moment yeah i know i gotta type it or like write it down right away and then i i'm hoping that that's my thing is i'm hoping later on like maybe even like not an hour like yeah. two hours like just when i'm able to like pull over or something yeah. i'm able to re- remember where i was going with this yeah. and i think i just kind of that's what i really hope is like man and then that's why later on i'll, I'll find some like i'll say some stuff and i'll be like dot 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 and then it'll be like oh fuck that means i forgot <laughs> i don't remember i, I did that today no. I, I i sent you a joke it was like oh the r- cock ring one red eh, i guess it, it was more about the dildos it's more about the dildos. Okay, That's, so okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, <laughs> I woke up and read it. I mean, oh, I don't want to hear I, you were being a raw wool and I'm you sent me a midnight wor- text. I'm at work at seven in the morning. I got shit to do, man. We're I'm waking up at seven. I'm assuming you're working. Are you too. texting him about cock rings and dildos? And no. Stuff? So <laughs> it's it's like nine in the morning. I run to Walmart. And oh, grab wait some, later. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So and I, I'm grabbing toothpaste. And long story short, there's an old man clearly looking at the lube and. No, yeah. he's looking up here. Yeah. He's he's looking at like the dildos and shit. Why the hell does Walmart sell dildos? 
I understand, you know, oh. groceries and yeah. clothes and auto parts. Does Walmart actually sell to They do. And they Dude. have fucking cock rings, too. Yeah. What the fuck? Where the condoms are, there's a, a case that you need a key to unlock. Uh -huh. So you got to... It's like the video games. Oh, like, so you just game. condoms anymore? But no, it's 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 the, the sex toys at... at, uh, at what the fuck? At Walmart. And I was going to no, take at, a picture of it. Was them, it Walgreens and the other um, pharmacy... Uh, Walgreens and CVS. Because mm. I used to live down in the foothills. And I remember when I'd go to that... I'd see that, and I'd see the little, you had to unlock it, and it was like a, like a little dildo and like a little cock ring, like little personal, sex toys. Personal but massagers like is what they call them. Oh, personal massagers. But, um, so what it is is, you know, those brands like uh, Tro Trojans and Lifestyle yeah. or whatever, they already have shelf space in the, in the, in the store, yeah. so they just add these Brand products. Brand little vibrator. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So they add these products. But it's not like products. raunchy. It's not like sex shop shit. Well, and no, that, that's my point. Is yeah. it, if you're going to buy not something to put in you, you should have to go through <laughs> a, a sex shop and feel the shame yeah. of somebody, you know, looking at you. Yeah, or or feel liberated. Like, feel however you're going to feel going into that situation, but yeah, don't mask it. Don't don't coat it in a Walmart no, but casing. But wouldn't it be, well, wouldn't you feel more comfortable buying a sex toy at a sex shop? You wouldn't, yeah. like, I don't even, like, at least I, using it. When I would use condoms, you know, fuck condoms and shit suck. <laughs> they ruin everything. Uh, when I, <laughs> and he has kids. Yeah. <laughs> we'll uh, get to that. We'll, well get no, to no, that. No, no. <laughs> Trust me. I'm, <laughs> um, I'm done having kids. We'll get to yeah. that. But, uh, so, like, same thing with, like, uh, wait, where was I going with this? See, here I go. I fucked Sex. Up toys sex sex toys. shop oh yeah shop. okay yeah. so just buying condoms at like circle k i was like oh my god like not embarrassed <laughs> but like just like i would like scan them and just put them away right away so but, like would you rather would you rather buy a dildo at a sex shop or would you rather buy a dildo at like fucking walmart well i gotta get milk too <laughs> i'm not an animal but, but I'm not <laughs> animal. condoms at a circle k yeah, that that's an animal in itself. Is you know? it? But, but, that's true. Yeah, it's a little desperate. They're like, hey, but what's imagine, the closest place we can be? Kind of it's safe. like buying a little bottle of liquor at Circle K. <laughs> you can, but no, yeah. goddamn, it's being responsible. Yeah. It's yeah. being, you know. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Is like, imagine going into Walmart and like buying a dildo. Yeah, exactly. That should be there, man. That should. What if that's all you needed, though? Would you buy something else to hide the fact that that's all you came for? You went some batteries. You go <laughs> some some triple A's. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it takes so they're like wow whatever you're like, the vibrator takes they're like oh um, you came here for a sex toy you're like i came actually for batteries yeah, and i saw this on yeah. the way so i grabbed my watch it. has been dead for two weeks <laughs> why why don't could, judge me why couldn't we do one of those uh order online orders where they go shopping for you and you buy like hey go pick out one of these and, and make him feel uh, the embarrassment the cart yeah yeah well uh, if they do it internally whatever, you know yeah so oh, that'd be a good one. Get the personal massager, and then yeah. get some liquor, and then get some duct tape, and get some rope, <laughs> right. and make him get it all. A, pl <laughs> a, a plunger, a video camera. Like. The manager at Walmart's like, "Who is this going to again? Yeah. Just make sure you copy and uh, copy the address, yeah. and like screenshot the address and where you're going." Just <laughs> like, outside in the van, like being parked in a van. And when it says like uh, the Walmart dildos, it's like the the walmart brand so it's just like get like 10 of them it's they're like, great value dildos the great value dildos at walmart <laughs> that's a great value that is a good one they certainly have great value lube they got to no uh, yeah got they, they do, do. Yeah? i think yeah. it's called equate 
Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but no, definitely, yeah. I always ask every time I go into one of those shops, like, do you have the uh, powder that you dilute with water to make, you know, gallons of lube? And they never do. That's but, a thing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you know about that? No, I just... I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, why do you want gallons of lube? Well, if why, you got to do wrestling. If you, gotta, oh, okay. if you got to wrestle, that's the way... Yeah. So you just add water to this powder? Yeah. And, and make, it turns into lube? Yeah. Like, that doesn't even make sense because lube seems like slippery and like jelly. Like why yeah, would you have to dilute it? You have to dilute the powder and to make you know gallon. That's for like you know uh, when you do like the wrestling comp. You know. I don't know. I never done no, no wrestling. Like me that. neither. Me neither. Yeah, okay. <laughs> if you're trying to organize bikini wrestling, you need gallons of lube. This is the most cost efficient way of getting it. You just throw powder there on them is and then just powder. spray them with the water yeah. hose. At least that's what they told me on Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> have you guys seen Revenge of the Nerds? Oh yeah. I haven't. Those? I haven't. I, I don't feel like there's a lubed up is, wrestling and scene. And I know I should watch it, but yeah. Spoiler. There's got to be something. <laughs> yeah, spoiler, like 1989. Yeah. 1989. <laughs> There's a dude. Those were all good. Yeah. Well, same thing with uh, on Friday. Uh, I had that one guy in the front because I was talking about the Dahmer series, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and he yeah. kept waving me, and I was like, "What's up, man?" He was like, "I haven't seen it yet," and I was yeah. like, "Oh, okay." And in my and I I was like, "Oh, okay, my bad." Like, uh, hey, spoiler, don't say anything. But yeah. in my head. Later on, I was like, man, I should have been like, oh, don't tell this guy about the Titanic. Don't tell him about the Bible. You Dude. know, like he doesn't like spoilers. It's like, motherfucker, this guy has been a, a serial killer for 20 plus years. Yeah. Just because you haven't watched the series. It's all there's, out there. there's no, yeah, yeah, there's no uh, spoiler alerts. Yeah. And not only that, like, hey, asshole, that show has been out for a week. You had a chance to, to nah, watch it. No, but I understand it. But I, I think know. it'd be funnier if I pointed out like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm sorry I won't spoil it for you, but this guy's been like a serial killer, yeah, like a yeah. famous serial killer yeah. for like 20 plus years. Uh, there's no spoil. There's yeah. no. I'm not spoiling anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, wh- where do you draw the line? Like, if you can't you can't go up there. Like when Game of Thrones was coming out, you couldn't you can do a Game of Thrones joke because people would have fucking murdered you. Uh, see, that's something. And where, then you if can't it's be current, like, whoa, there were, th- there's books. No, no, because <laughs> no one read. The yeah, books. no, you you have yeah. to be realistic. Yeah, but I'm just thinking, like, dude, there's so like you could have just looked up like like did you guys ever watch that sh- that movie, uh, The Ringer, with Johnny Knoxville, where he mm. played like a special ed person, I re- and he played and he performed in the special out. Olympics so he could make money. Oh, uh, is that oh. the is that the uh, the oh, what's the line from it? When the fuck did we? When get the ice fuck cream? we get yeah, ice cream? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember that. So in that movie, um. Right off the spot, his, uh, like, I don't know who it was, like his uncle or grandpa or best friend, some older guy, took him there, and he was like, this is how we're going to make the money that we need, whatever. And so the the coach comes up and it's like, oh, what's his name? And he was like, uh, Jeffy Dahmer. <laughs> so he named him Jeffy Dahmer. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I had no idea who that was. Obviously, now I know who what they were... That's why when everyone was like, "Oh, that was so funny!" Like I was like, "Why is that funny?" Jeffrey Dahmer, I don't get it. It was yeah. in relations to Jeffrey Dahmer. So now that I know about him, I'm like, okay, and I look him up and I find all the stuff about him. I'm like, oh, this guy's been a while. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if that guy complained, like, oh, spoiler, it's like not really, man. If you would just type his name in, you would just find every, you would find the end to that series you're watching. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. No, it, it's on him. And like I said, it's been out. You should binge it within the first 48 hours. Yeah. After that, fair game. If you're going to be the kind of person who's like, no, like so into it. Like I didn't binge it. I haven't seen it. 
I don't give a shit if you do a joke about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so if you're not going to watch that shit in a week, you shouldn't have an opinion on someone telling a joke about it. Because I guarantee if if we were like in LA or New York or somewhere where they these like four mics a night, they were doing jokes the day that shit came out. Yeah. They, they watched it so that they would go have two, three bits to work out on it. Current you know? events. Yeah. yeah. So that's ridiculous. That guy. And, uh, how do you guys feel about you have you guys come across hecklers like really uh-huh. like the stuff that we're not looking forward to i i had in phoenix like there was one show where my me and my buddy got heckled by a comic that was going up at like later giving you a hard time or and something? his group was like heckling the shit at, like trying to trying to fuck not not like one of those where maybe they're being like a little rambunctious or whatever and you can play off it and it's like kind yeah at, at, at its you know core but this was like let's fuck these guys up so our dude looks even better when he goes up there oh damn and it was like it was the most uh yeah <laughs> it was rough it was i i once i, I cut my shit short walked out and just like just to get it out of there you're yeah, tired of hearing yeah that. and then i couldn't be in there for his set because i would have fucking said something and then i didn't want it to snowball you know what i mean i didn't want to start shit and i knew i was it made me upset enough to to a point where i just had to like go outside yeah but but how'd you how'd you deal with them though, though? i i tried to ignore it was there it was like there was like eight people at this fucking mic 10 people at this mic so you're just trying to four four of them were part of this group so you're like trying to ignore them just to keep going they were like yeah 30 40 percent of the crowd basically yeah haven't had the time yet or or the the chance to i mean we've only had like drunk people you know and that's that's a little bit different than somebody trying to uh purposely be mean yeah if anything like we've had people that for some reason just feel like they're part of the show so they can like answer back yeah but there was never anyone like intentionally trying to fuck up our set or just yeah. be like boo you saw get off like i've never had that yeah so i guess like that's yeah. i mean like, it's gonna happen eventually yeah, but I, that's like, honestly the one thing i'm scared about yeah. in comedy because i'm i was ne- i'm never i've never been good at comebacks never been a good roaster mm. like i i after i'll be like uh, uh and then like five minutes later i'll be like well yeah you're beard looks like my pubes you know what i'm saying like i i would i'm terrible at everything so my biggest fear is like coming across a heckler like in a crowd just make fun of how they look i would try to but in my head i'd be like man he actually looks kind of cool like he kind of looks like what i'm wearing but like better like i'd be like how am i supposed to make fun of this like <laughs> like dude i just worry about too much so i mean you can you, you write jokes already you can write things like four scenarios and they, and they don't have to be you don't have to put so much pressure on yourself to be like if someone says something mean to me i like how will i know how to attack them personally in that moment you could you could just write bits about people who are dicks at comedy shows like what do you think about them why are they this way what could you say to someone who's being shitty at a comedy show to take them down a peg or two just like general stuff like is your life this sad that like and then that can go into maybe there's a question you ask like what do you do 
like oh are you that angry as a plumber that you gotta fucking talk shit to comedians just trying to like do their thing for five minutes so you can have like general stuff i don't think you got to put so much pressure on yourself to like hey that's a good one you know what i mean yeah you kind of just prepare like prepare for a lot of the what ifs yeah what if he says this what if she says this what if you know someone gets offended by this or what if someone tells you to get off stage like yeah whatever what if this guy's wife doesn't like me and she's saying something and he's sitting there and quiet. he's cool with it yeah. though yeah. yeah it's like broken yeah. yeah okay 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 you know that's smart though you're kind of just but and then that then that sucks because it's like on top of trying to come up with just bits in general now you're like that's another side little part where it's like now i gotta prepare for I mean, heck to think about mm. yeah now you're right cody which one well how would you deal with hecklers have you come across that um, like I said, I, I've only tried to uh, over, you know, speak over the, the drunk people, which doesn't really work. Yeah, and we haven't really had you know mean hecklers yet, but um, I've done I've done what Emil says. You know, I've I've written things down for uh, encountering people, you know, that are being mean. So oh, okay, you know. yeah. So just preparing for like certain situations. Yeah. So nah, kind of, you know, at some point we're going to use it, but not yet. Oh, uh-huh. okay. So, I have a question for you guys. This is way out of center field. I've been thinking about this. I had I had a, the same question with uh, my buddy, my cousin Eric. So, let's just say this is a scenario, okay? You guys are in ninth grade. Was that freshman year of high school? Yeah. Right, and you're with this girl, and she's your you know high school sweetheart. And you guys get married, and you guys are married like 20 years, right? 20 years down the road, say iPhone is still great to where every time you update your phone, it's the same pictures and everything. 20 years later, you still have like nude pictures of your now 10, 15 year wife that at that point, you guys were in ninth grade. Like, is that pedophilia? Is that like child pornography? Yeah, 100%. You think so? If I've been with my wife for 15 years and at the beginning she gave me a titty pic she was 14 and you're still looking at it and you're still looking at it 15 years later <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so you're like third almost 30 the victims in the looking past. at a 14 year old hold on i got it let me do the math on this yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah you're, a, you're probably i don't but I mean, what if she's okay with it like what if you tell her like Hey, babe, by the way, I'm going to delete these pictures from, she's like, like, no, I was high hot. School. Fucking keep them. Either that, <laughs> yeah. either that or she's like, no, like, why would you yeah. delete them? And I was like, and in and, and my head, I'm thinking, like, well, isn't that fucked up? And she's like, no, like, I mean, I'm okay with it. You were 14, you know? But imagine, though, if, you're like. Not, you're not, you're not, the, I, mean, I guess you are. If you're, if you're looking at it at 30, you are. Yeah, I mean, if your taste hasn't evolved since you were, you know, a kid, dude, there's perky titties. (laughs) No, there should be some, yeah, stretch marks or (laughs) or something. Yeah, Yeah. cigarette burns. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) bruises, stuff. Yeah, (laughs) you know, faded tattoos. Yeah, yeah. No, Um, but what? No, interesting that you you would go there though, because. Um, I I have a, a theory that there's pedophilia in everybody's family. It's just maybe a generation or two removed, you know. Like maybe maybe your grandfather married your grandmother. Maybe she was sixteen. Maybe he was thirty five. Whatever. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, but it may be two three generations. 
Everybody has it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess, yeah. <laughs> I would hope I wasn't I mean, caught in that generation. Yeah. I was part of it. No. 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 Pedophilia, though? Yeah. How about it? Uh, everybody does. Okay, whatever. Everybody does it. Uh, no, no. I'm saying everybody's family had... Whatever my my mm. grandfather married my my grandmother they were no I don't I don't I don't yeah. think that's like it was a wild dust statement. bowl yeah. dust bowl time yeah, yeah, yeah. they're like ah oh, get her out of here that's one less <laughs> mouth to feed you know yeah. but whatever I don't know I just always think I always thought about that like especially when I watch like some of these new Netflix shows and they show like like Euphoria that supposedly takes place in high school, but it's is a HBO show that's rated R showing nudity and stuff where these kids are. Yeah, I get it. The actors and actresses that play them yeah. are 21 and older, but they're but, depicting, but they're depicting, uh, fucking teenagers mm. and we're supposed to be okay with that. And somehow we all fall in love with that idea. Yeah. But I was just thinking, I was like, man, cause seeing, couples there and like i was in a relationship with like a high school sweetheart didn't work out but i was thinking like i remember like we used to said like send like nudes to each other like if i saved them and she was okay with it and say nowadays you know 2022 uh you know i'm 29 now i'm looking at a 13 14 year olds like nude like is that okay because it's still the same girl i'm with no not at all no none never no is that ever okay? <laughs> you weirdo. <laughs> you weird. I, I mean, I never said I was okay with that. I was just, asking, <laughs> just, I'm just putting it out there. I'm just, yeah, I'm just. But I get it. Yeah, it's cool. It's not cool anymore. All right, cool. I'll delete them then. All I, right, guys. <laughs> I, I think watching your euphoria is weirder than keeping your wife's 15 year old. Thank you. Titty pick. Because we're all supposed to just be like, wait. That those titties, she's supposed to be like a sophomore or a junior in high school, right? Like the show we're watching, and it's a brain fuck. Yeah, Cody's not on board with it. Dude, Cody's like, you know, wait, I had notes. I think I had like notes from high school. I didn't, I didn't have any titty pics or anything. No, no, no way. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of before all that. Yeah, we were still developing film back. We were, we were. (laughs) My phone had MP3s though. I I remember that. Really? Yeah. Wait, so how old are you guys? Sixty-four megabytes of MP3. So okay, so you're uh, how old are you right now? Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Oh, right on. Oh, yeah. three. Yeah. Hey. Oh, so we're like a we're like a year apart. Yeah. Damn. No. Ten that, you're ten twenty-nine. Years, you're ten 29, years yeah. apart. So like nine years apart. Yeah. Um. Okay, that makes sense. So when I was in high school, we had cell phones and we could send nudes. <laughs> yeah, we had pagers. I had a pager. You could I never got nudes? a pager, but I wanted one. <laughs> yeah. That's you would get a number you call and they'd be like come yeah. over here i'm naked and yeah. that'd be your nude that's yeah. cool yeah sometimes they had like a code <laughs> if you liked a girl you'd give her a code 69, 69. Yeah. <laughs> i never understood how pagers worked i know what they are yeah i know how they work but i don't understand you, like you called a number like you had a pager number just like but a couldn't you put number. a message uh wouldn't if, it be if you had message? like a baller ass uh, pager, yeah, you could. You ever get a text message? Uh, me- text message that says, "Hey, call me." Yeah, it's that. <laughs> yeah. So if you just it's saw the, net, the so. beeping, you'd be like, "Oh, you got to get to a payphone and yeah. call it." Yeah, and there'd be a number on it. That means someone's trying to get a hold of you. Okay, isn't that crazy though? Like thinking about like back in the days when people only had everyone just had landlines. Like if you left the house 
and say you went to work and you were supposed to be off at like three, four, five in the afternoon. Yeah. You didn't get off at the time. You're still working till like you worked overtime till ten. The people that were gonna call you expected you to be home around that time, and because they couldn't get a hold of you, they would freak out, or they would just be like, "Oh, he's probably still working." But nowadays, if I call someone and within an hour they don't respond to my call or text me, then I'm freaking out, thinking they got murdered. Yeah. Like I think about that, I'm like, that's so crazy that that was a thing. Like how people were just like, "Oh, like." You know, if people went missing for now, it makes sense. If back in the day when people went missing for like three, four, five days, it wasn't that people were like, "Oh, I haven't heard from them." It's like because you don't get a rapid response. If you haven't heard from them, then maybe their pager died, or maybe they've been working overtime. Like that was the excuse. They didn't or they're listen. ignoring you, and they could use that as an excuse. Exactly, but yeah. at the t- yeah. <laughs> but nowadays, if people go that like if people go an hour without. Uh, being on Instagram or being uh, texting you back or calling you back, then they they went missing. Yeah, or it's very clear that they're ignoring you. Yeah, <laughs> or that's like the full. Yeah, like they're yeah. like, oh okay. They're, oh yeah, they don't want to talk. Then you got to find out three days three days later that uh, they were murdered because yeah. <laughs> you assume that they just you're don't hoping, want to talk to you. You're, yeah. ho- you're hoping they got <laughs> murdered. <laughs> Fuck. And there's, no, there's no way he fucking ghosted me. He's- <laughs> better be dead yeah exactly yeah so i i think about that like just how back in the day it's just like you could go somewhere and people were just like i expect to hear from this person at this time but if i don't then i guess i'll wait till the next day yeah yeah but you guys lived through that so (laughs) i wouldn't know anything about that (laughs) yeah oh man those are I, i i appreciate the time when we uh weren't connected you know like you you would have to leave a message at the home yeah on the answering machine or i really get voicemails yeah text yeah everything should be text yeah yeah what about you emil landlines do you still miss them yeah yeah i mean yeah it was just just because it was it was a thing where like if i was 16 had a job and didn't come home like my mom you know it was an issue so then then it it, it kind of makes you more responsible and like I feel like kids now I'm super worried about my kids having cell phones one day because I I don't I don't think it's it's viewed as like a a tool to keep in touch anymore it's like their phone it's their it's their internet access it's their way to keep in touch with each other yeah and people they want to keep in touch with but I'm worried that it's not this like I remember my sister getting her first cell phone in high school and it was like you get this thing because you're driving. You're a senior. Like, this is a big deal. You use it to let us know where you're at. And she did. And then we all kind of, like, followed suit as we got a little older. We got jobs, cell phones, whatever. Uh, But, like, I didn't have one when I was 16 and and working. And then it it, it became, there was maybe, like, two of those instances where it was, like, I had to work. Like, I didn't die, Mom. Don't worry. And then it was, like, all right, now you need a cell phone. But still it was to be used to stay in contact yeah it wasn't just like okay you get a cell phone and then i get to call you when i'm worried no it was like use it (laughs) use use it before i freak out yeah and that's that's how i was like even when uh when i was in high school like when i had a phone and if like when i played football like if I didn't tell my parents that I was going to practice, they just assumed that I have been in school this whole time, or like they were just like, even if they assumed I was at you know football practice, they would be like, okay, like he's fine. But I remember one time I got in trouble because 
I had left my, I didn't tell him I was going to practice, left my phone in my locker, got back after practice. I had like a bunch of missed calls and my dad was pissed. Like he was freaking out. Like he's like, I know you should have been at practice, but you weren't replying and all this stuff. And I was like, dude, like chill. Like, you know, like it's not a big deal. But, uh, uh, but, but at the same time, like now you're kind of like, we're all away from that. Like everyone knows where everyone's at at all times. Right. And now, like I said, like, now it's just kind of like if you haven't heard from anyone within the next few minutes, it's like something happened. Yeah, because you at least text, FaceTime, video chat, vo- audio. Like, there's so many ways you can get in contact contact with someone. That's why I don't use a ringer. You you're always holding your phone. Your phone's always around you. There's no reason to have a ringer. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so right now, I would probably turn it off. We're recording, right? Mm-hmm. So why not always leave it off? Yeah. Wait, so it's always uh, vibrating? Oh, my shit's no. been on vibrate for a, a decade. Yeah, exactly. I don't yeah. even use, yeah, I don't even use vibrate. I just leave it off. Oh, damn. I do too. Yeah. I barely, I yeah. rarely leave my ringer on. Yeah. Unless like, say if I was here, like earlier when I was here setting up, I had the ringer on in case, you know, I could, I could just put my phone on the counter and work and stuff. But like, I don't, I don't, I think it's annoying to hear people's like ringtones. Yeah. And like when you're constantly here, like, do-do-do. it's like bro check your fucking phone like stop yeah Yeah. like at least like put it on vibrate if you miss it fuck it like at least you miss it like we don't all need to hear that stuff like i hate that dude i've accidentally turned the volume back on before and then i'll hear like one ping and then be like no 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 yeah or like because like you know right you guys you guys have iphones yeah. Right, yeah. Okay. So, like, you know, if it rings, all you gotta do is pinch one of the side buttons, right. and it'll silence it. Right? Yeah. Silence it. I've hung out with people where like their phone's in their pocket, and it's like ringing like loud as fuck. It's like the telephone, like old school, like mm-hmm. like a like loud and annoying. And they're just like trying to get it out their pocket. I'm like in my head, I'm thinking like just fucking squeeze the sides. Yeah. Squeeze the fucking sides, <laughs> and you'll silence it. Yeah. But the whole time they're just trying to like, oh, it's, it's me, it's me, and it's like yeah. we're trying to talk, and you say like, it's like, bro, just fucking, I fuck, it drives me crazy. You just want to grab it, and for that reason, I always keep my shit on silent. Yeah, yeah, like I sometimes want to just want to grab their pocket and just mm-hmm. be like, just squeeze the side of your phone, and something mm-hmm. will stop it. Mm-hmm. But I go fucking crazy. Yeah. God damn, we're getting shot at over here. Something. Damn, sorry guys. I try to pick the safest spot for the podcast. We're but. good. We're right down the street from the fucking police department, so I thought we'd be good. I'm gonna go pee. You gotta go pee? All right, go pee. Yeah. Excuse me, Cody. You're, you're good, man. What, what do you got? Uh, so I had a question. I wanted to bring it up before the podcast because I didn't know if we could do it now. I could bleep it out anytime. But About normal size. What's the... <laughs> All right, cool. So I was... I I lost the money I bet on. Um, so we had just finished the josh potter and chase o'donnell show so right, yeah. what's the word for the next crest show because oh. a lot of people are looking forward to those man like you've built the hype up for all of them uh people like a lot of my friends that couldn't make it out to this last show are messaging me they're like bro we i i want to go to the next one when's the next one um do you have an idea you're working on something i have the dates so i certainly have the dates for the venue that's the first step and uh the next step would be finding the talent and uh i have a lot of contacts emails texts phone calls out to different people that being said um let's stick to the formula that works you know what i mean and the formula that works is who's hilarious like let's start there yeah you know they're good like they open for killers they open for national acts 
and let's make it worth their while. They're the talent. They're making, you know, the effort to come down here to put on a good show. Let's make it, you know, worth it. So yeah. give them, you know, their door, their door fee. Um, but that being said, um, I don't know. I'm working on There's it. No, uh, I mean, man, any, I was, anybody um, you recommend or anybody you want to see? Like, I, I'm every time we get somebody, I'm, I'm surprised as hell. George Perez, and he put on a great show. And then w- when Josh and Chase came together at the same time, you know, it's like the universe, you know, aligned the stars. Yeah. So I don't know who, who would be next. I know who I have uh, for the feature. Oh. oh, I'm good. Thank you. I got this. So. Oh, like you have an idea? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. But um, as far as uh, Thanks, our headliners, I've I've got a, a dozen people that, and I, and I want to do like comedy show. Like again, we're fans of comedy, so it should be fun shows. Like that's that was my thought with Josh and Chase is you know make it you know a theme show. Yeah. So this next one, I'm thinking, you know, themed as well. Dep- yeah. It depends. It depends who we get. Oh, okay. But no, I mean, I was asking him if maybe you give us a little insight to who the next uh, crest show is, because mm. I don't know if you got the same feedback. But after it was done, people that couldn't make it or did make it were like, "When's the next one?" Like, so I for was, sure, yeah. I, I got a lot of mm-hmm. "When's the next one?" People who um, from out of town were like, "Man, I want to come to the next one. Let me know." So. But would you say that uh, I I kept saying this to. Josh and them that I think uh, because there's not a lot of comedy shows out here in Yuma, then uh, we just have a crowd that doesn't know how to react or how to act around like a comedy show. It's going to take some time. Yeah. You know, it, it, it got better Dude, from he, he, he the first that one. So well, that was, that was awesome. That was super educational to like watch him handle go up last. Oh, Josh. Yeah. yeah. And how they, cause I mean, I, I went up first and they were, drunk and like involved you know by by his set they were engaged yeah and yeah. like just doing stuff and hit just his his approach of like i get it like you guys don't get this and you're having fun i don't i don't give a shit because like, yeah. i think one of them apologized <laughs> to him at one point yeah and he was like you don't have to apologize to me because you're having fun i get it and that was like oh yeah you don't have to be like you don't do that at a comp. You you know you don't have to react like that. Yeah, you just gotta. Dude's a pro. Like you just gotta do your jokes. Do your jokes and understand that they're they're not doing it to be bad people. It's like that that wasn't there was no ill will. They were just fucked up and yeah. Like you said, they don't they don't have it. They haven't done it. So yeah, exactly. And that's why I was saying like I think like Yuma's just kind of uh, Cody's bringing it to the to Yuma big time like so. everyone's like holy fuck like I've never been to a comedy you know show let alone something like this and then bringing the people from LA like the big names it's yeah. like dude that's the thing is like we're bring like you are bringing these big people down to Yuma and for them they're like oh this is cool this is this is like people telling jokes mm-hmm. little do they know like bro these are like top notch people in LA like people that we would pay big money to go I travel pay, I to paid see. big money in October to go see Josh open up for Tom Segura like 
That's <laughs> yeah, exactly. You paid for Tom Segura. Yeah, yeah. but I paid. Yeah. I, I paid and got. You know and what I yeah, mean? Traveled. Like, and, and he killed, and it made me feel better about what I paid. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but you didn't just pay for the ticket. You paid for the gas. You paid for the hotel. Exactly. You paid for much, the meals yeah. out. Yeah. These mean, are these are people that are in this hometown, and they're like, "Oh, that's a comedy show. We'll go check it out." Yeah. But they're not really appreciating like who the person is. Uh, they're also just like this is something we should do tonight you know yeah but uh i i think the more cody puts on these shows the more we're gonna see like a crowd really start to see like oh this is like this is stuff these are professionals these are people that are performing this is stuff you wouldn't normally travel to go see and let alone this is just a downtown trip that we make every fucking weekend if not every day yeah they'll, they'll evolve for sure yeah for sure yeah but what were you gonna say no, I mean, I, 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 I think I think that's it. Like, it'll just take some time before people kind of get the the etiquette of, yeah. you know, not to talk and and you know be just enjoy the show. Yeah. Sit back, yeah, yeah. But that being said, it, it's not a comedy club. I mean, we're we're taking over a room and we're putting on a comedy show, yeah. but you know, we're not charging two you know two drink minimums. You know, we're not. Um, I don't think anyone in that room wouldn't hit that minimum. They, well, yeah, they would have a problem hitting that. Yeah. Um, but you know what I mean. It's like it's not it's not structured as you know a comedy show that that you know is it, like when when you went to the comedy store. You yeah. know, that that is different. You know, yeah. um, this is a comedy show in a in a nice venue. You know, like yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, from the George Perez show, we got good feedback. Yeah, I mean, from them that perform up in LA and San Diego and all that stuff like they had good feedback too as far as they were like it was legit to them and they've been to some places they perform at the comedy store so they were like no it, the crest was pretty dope right like it was cool for them so I think uh, even Josh said it that night like he was like this is this is a nice place to perform at and I think he was comparing to certain places and it's just cool to know that we weren't a venue that was like oh yeah that's like a little dive bar or something like no like they were like yeah it is yuma it's a small town no one knows a lot about it but it's a dope ass setup if you go and it perform is. yeah and i i love it too the like room the the green room the lighting the, yeah. the green room is fucking yeah. amazing dude it's so cool yeah. just to have that one spot before we can hang out or afterwards or before or whatever and i feel like that's got to be a selling point to it for top talent to be, you know yeah. what i mean like uh, so I saw a picture of uh, I think Chase today, and she was in a, a green room with uh, Christina P. Yeah. And like they had like uh, like refrigerator like full of stuff, you know. I'm like, oh, we need that, you know. Like, Mini so the, fridge, there's yeah. there's little things that like you know, the cherry on top we don't have, but there are so many clubs that don't they have a curtain you know what i mean like they don't have a separate room room closet yeah yeah Yeah. so the fact that we're able to have a separate space is a whole little separate building up on top like away from everything that no one has access to like yeah that is definitely something um i honestly think too like i think lighting is a big thing yeah like the fact that the crowd is pretty much pitch black yeah and all you you have a spotlight on you like that helps a lot that does i mean that that's what you expect right that's what it should be because it it makes visually it makes everyone that's down below that's all they know what to look at the one thing that has light on it yeah but uh no i mean yeah so i think i think the crest is so cool because the people we've had they have nothing but good words to say and i think that's awesome nice and it's all especially coming from like yuma you know what i'm saying like i think i've heard people make fun of yuma 
as like oh if uh i think if the world ended i'd probably go like to yuma where no one knows where it's at like you know what i'm right. saying so i think uh we have a, we have a good foot in the door as far as uh you putting on these shows honestly man like i i just it, it fell into my lap how can we get somebody here who's funny and how can we get him here yeah okay we'll give him money you know let's all get together we'll buy a ticket you know and shit yeah they're doing you i mean you're yourself a little bit short like i've got yeah, ideas i don't want to you know yeah, I, mean, not, I, get it, I get it i get it no man but it's dope it's dope that you 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 did the work and then like now now we get to build a little community and help you know what i mean like whatever we can do going forward so uh um, we're all part of it i mean so i mean i and it's crazy as I remember the first time I did stand up, it was an open mic. I could say I've been doing stand up since 2020 or 22, 2020, but it's not because, you know, I had one before the pandemic. Point being is the dude that owned that restaurant, I said, Hey, man, could we do more open mics? Like, ah, people cussed. Oh, people didn't take it serious. Oh, this or that. There's always an excuse. And the thing was, he was trying to sell comedy shows on the regular. He he always had, like, it was clean comedy, too. Yeah. Point being was, I had this thought, like, dude, if you do the regular open mics, it builds a culture of people that will come out and, and go to the regular shows. Yeah. You know, but he was so focused with the old, so his demo was 55 and up. They were like, you know, the RV park people and stuff. So oh he was so God. focused with offending old people that he didn't want to have the open micers in there and i'm like the open micers would buy food the open micers would buy drinks like yeah give them a slow night to do it and he just never went for it my point was i think that's what builds a, a local culture is having a place for open micers to do it so you know are we ready for that every week you know or every night probably not every night i don't have enough shit for every night are you kidding me well <laughs> i couldn't do every night yeah, I mean the the every night stuff, the multiple night stuff. That's yeah. like that's big cities where like you're doing the same stuff, and it's it's a different set of people. Like show to show, night to night. Yeah, it's it's you're almost never gonna get repeat. So you could go out there and do your same five, ten, fifteen minutes or whatever, and then work it and work it and work it. It's it saves you the trouble of having to travel to do it, but because you have the population and you have the support. Like they're turning, they're turning those rooms, yeah. show to show. So, but also though, if you're having like uh, a show a week, you're able to if you have something that you, has been working for you, like a good five minutes, yeah, and you really want to uh, fix it, work on it, and like harp on it, then every week that could be something cool. It's not. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to every week you have to write something new. It's not kill Tony, right? right. You know what I'm saying? It's like <clears throat> if you find something that works but maybe it kind of works and you're like you know what? I, th I think i like this set or uh this bit i'm gonna go with it next week and next week you work on it and you just perfect it up to that point and that's the and that's so crazy that's what's crazy is like um when i would hear comedians talk about like uh working on an hour and i'm thinking like damn like i would just assume you would just start off on a joke and just kind of keep going from there mm. but just uh perfecting a, a good five minutes is crazy mm -hmm. and then to add on like if if you're going at that pace like every five minutes like what is that like five what is it 12 like at what? least 12 months 
where you're performing at least like once a month you're performing a new five minute set mm. to build up to an hour mm. like that's fucking crazy and now it makes sense to me when when they talk about how you know this you know i worked all this you know i took a whole year to work on this one hour it's like one hour took you a whole year like that's crazy mm -hmm. But here we are trying to make a good five minutes work yeah. within a matter of a month. Five minutes. That's yeah. all it is. That means next month, it's another five minutes that the first week you're going to try something new, build off that from the second week and the third week, you have something kind of nailed down. And before you know it, you have another five minutes. You have boom, you have 10 minutes. Like that's insane. Like here I am just trying to work on one good set. And here you're talking about every time we meet up, it's like a whole new thing. Well, I mean, or you tighten it up, you know, but yeah, I, I felt like even last night, like everything that I could say, I've probably said to you guys before multiple times. So I wanted to try stuff that was new. So I did. And it got the response I thought it would. But my point was, <laughs> um, that's what it should be about, you know, is try some new stuff out or whatever you were talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, so asking you guys. So uh, going into like whenever you guys have like a set, something that like feels comfortable. Yeah. Do you stay on that? Or within that week you find something that's like, oh, this would be fun to try. So you try that. Because my problem is I know I should be working on one set and just perfecting it. But every time I go up on stage, I'm always just trying something new. And I'll, I feel like I'll never know what is going to work and what isn't going to work unless I do it multiple times. But it doesn't help that every time I go up on like on the mic, I'm doing something brand new. Yeah. Because to me, it's like if I do one thing and it doesn't work out, then it's like, all right, well, then I scrap it. Next thing. Yeah. yeah. But maybe just that crowd wasn't right. Or maybe I just didn't say the proper wording or the proper verbiage or something yeah. it's like then maybe that would work just keep trying it and it'll build to something but every time i do something the next time it's like i'm too scared i don't want i know that bomb last time i don't want to bomb again let me try something else this will be my second shot or i just go off that first set that i bombed with yeah. do it again but perfect it in a way because i i know what to expect um and so then maybe it'll make it better or I just go with something new. Like, what do you guys do? I think it's, I think it's case to case. Like, uh, and then what, where, where you're going? Like, so when I was trying to put my five minutes together for the crest show, I was like, part of me didn't want to do the, the three minutes that I had done at Sage and Sand. But then the other, the other part was like, well, it, I don't, it didn't all work great. So what did? And then it's like, all right, so maybe like two two minutes of that I felt really good about, and then go to the last mic. How like wh where can I get another two and a half minutes or you know three minutes to add on to it? Yep, this bit, that bit. So it's like piecing together multiple like attempts to to come up with something for a show. If it was another mic, yeah, I would have been more like I'm gonna make the suicide pit work <laughs> yeah <laughs> like but but i knew that that had to go for the show so once i took the things out that needed to be taken out something had to get added back in so you go back, you take a piss. back to the previous thing All right. so oh, so do you have a thing where like after like do you say like after certain sets 
then you're done with that joke? Or did you ever give up on something? No, I mean, I wouldn't say give up. Like, if I, if I feel like I've got one, like, honed in, I won't, I won't feel pressure to, like, do it. You know, like, like last night when I was hosting, I probably should have done more um, filler stuff between people. And, like, I have some shorter bits. But because I had just done them at the show and I had done them at Sage and Sand, I felt like... And I feel like they're... I mean, I wouldn't say they're, like, perfect, but they, they work, right? They worked at the two shows. Yeah. So I didn't feel like I needed to work them in. No, oh, okay. But they, they're my material. Why Why wouldn't I use it? throughout the show Mm -hmm. so it was just like a thing in hosting for the first time that was something i feel like i had to try and figure out oh you know like i totally should have i totally should have even even if they're in my mind like fine and and done and they don't need to be worked they they could have just still been used for the show yeah i was still hosting a show yeah and trying to keep it (laughs) moving and funny and i just got in my head about that and yeah. But and I think I have that problem too, where um, I just feel like I've done a set enough to where come like a crest show, yeah. and I always um, say crest show because to me that's like one of the biggest shows that I've done. Oh, it's a big deal. Yeah, you know, it's it's a huge deal. People pay for it. People pay for babysitters. People come out and all this yeah. stuff. So for those shows, I never want to second guess myself. Mm-hmm. So if I've done a set where it worked out, you're leaving. Uh, no, I'm good. I'm good. You can grab one. Um, so for me, if if I have a set that I've worked out and it worked out that one time, mm-hmm. that Friday for the crest show, then it's for off. Uh, that Friday for the show, then I'm like, you know what? I, I think it, it, it whatever I did last time, it worked out. I'm just gonna mm-hmm. do that same thing. I never want to tell anyone my premises or nothing, especially yeah. like with you guys too. I just don't want to second guess myself, like. If I say the joke again out loud, then I'm like, you know what? That sounds kind of stupid. Like, I don't want to do that. But it's like, well, it's too late. You can come on. But it's like, I don't want to get on stage and be like, man, now I'm second guessing this. This is all dumb. Just whatever's in my head at the time that night for the show, if I'm dead set on it, then that's what I'm doing. Yeah. And I that's why I, I, and I don't want to share it with you guys because then I'm like, oh, they didn't really, then it's all in my head. Because if I say if i tell you like the premise of the joke and you guys are just like oh that's a good one in my head i'm thinking like they didn't smile they didn't laugh like i'm gonna do terrible so as soon as i get on stage i psych myself out so i try to really the day of a show like that i try to keep it to myself yep yeah totally yeah Yeah, okay 100 percent. yep all right i thought it was the only one yeah and and it it should be that i should share it with you guys you guys should give me notes and i could perfect it but in that moment i'm just like in my head this works leave me alone yeah. like let, let me just let me just go out there and see what i do like that's why like and even when i'm at work like if i like the show on friday i was i worked that morning so my coworkers were like what you know what are some jokes you're gonna say i didn't want to explain it to him i didn't want to tell him like oh i have this joke about like jeffrey dahmer and kobe bryant and like smoking weed and all this stuff and they just be like oh okay because in my head it's like this isn't me acting it out. This is yeah. me just giving you the premise. Yeah. And it's not going to make you laugh because it's just like the bare minimum what I see in my notes. Yeah. But by me telling you that and not one part of that makes you like, oh, that's a good one. That's a, that's a good connection. Yeah. Automatically, I psych myself out. So later on for that Friday show, I'm like, oh, man, they didn't really laugh. Like, maybe I should change it. But in my head, I'm thinking like, 
whatever you have jotted down, just fucking say it and see what happens. Yeah. So I try not to share anything with anyone. I lied. I, I, do, I don't not share anything with anyone. So my brother-in-law who lives in New York, who came who came to a couple, uh, couple mics. Yeah. yeah. Then you go uh, to the... He went to airport and uh, he was in town randomly for Sage and Sand. Okay, so yeah. I'll uh, I'll hit him up about um, like order. He ha- he helps me like kind of talk through what order I want to do my jokes in and like, yeah, yeah. why I should do them in that order. And then sometimes we talk about like the the bit too, but it's it's because he's been doing stand up for like ten years at this point, like eight years, ten years, and so I feel like um, he knows how he doesn't like to be like helped right through oh, his okay, bits. Yeah. So he, he's, he's very careful with like hearing me out and then being like, try it, try it. it it's never, you never run the risk of like, I don't get it. Why would you say that? Why would you, it's just like a very safe, creative, like, yeah, dude, it's go open, for it. You open, can do it like open that. Open-minded. Yeah. Yeah. You can do it like that. I wouldn't do it in this order only because of this, you know what I mean? Or whatever. Yeah. It's not. It's not like uh, it doesn't make. Sense. It's not just like someone being like, "I don't get it." I don't get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. No, I've had that too. Like with with certain people, I I love the best when I tell them a bit, and they're just like, "Oh, you should do this. You should do that." But I, yeah, same thing. I hate yeah. when people are just like, "I'm sorry, I just don't get it." Yeah. It's like, okay, well, you're not really because you know. I mean, we would never make some shit up that just in our heads. It's like how the fuck did we come up with that? Why is that funny? Like, no, some part of it is funny. So when someone says like, I don't get it, it's like, you don't get like, even like a little, the little part that I thought yeah, that was funny. You don't funny. even get what I'm trying to do. Yeah. You don't even have like, they're like, I'm sorry. I have no idea where this is going. Yeah. So I, when you really I get think, that. you're right. Oh yeah. I get that because, uh, I've certainly said, uh, I've said some things and it's like, Oh, that premise is not clearly explained and they missed the mark. Like, yeah, yeah, so I get that. Yeah, so yeah. Do I. yeah. So do I. <laughs> and that's why I'm always yeah. like, I'm always worried to explain a joke to someone because the minute I start explaining it, when the part they should be laughing, and they're just like, and you just see their face like, uh, like they're waiting for the part to make them laugh. Yeah, but wouldn't it be better to run it by someone and get that feeling, and then, and then rewrite or reapproach or reconsider, like, oh. If this person didn't get it, maybe other people won't get it. Yeah. Like I feel like it, it might be an opportunity. We'll see. Versus and that, like that might be just like doing a, it in front of a hundred people. For the- <laughs> that might be like a, a like a psychological thing because in my head, if someone didn't get it, I'd be like, okay, that that's a terrible joke. Like I'm just not gonna do that joke, and I'll totally cancel it out. But if I was to think like oh, they don't get it, let me try to explain it so they do get it, that would never cross my mind because I get so nervous up on stage where if I even know that there's a joke that I tried with my cousin or my mom or my dad or my girl or whatever and they didn't even like giggle or smile or nothing, I'm like, that's a terrible joke. Like, you shouldn't say that. So I would just completely cancel it out. So that's why I would never... That's why I'm just like, whatever I have in my head... For tonight, I'm just going to do it. I'm not going to tell anyone, like, this is what I'm going to try. Like, let me just do it and see what happens, like, live, like, on stage. Yeah, I I cancel jokes, like, right before I go up, or I change things around, depending Mm -hmm. on who knows, you know, why. Yeah. It's madness. 
especially for the airport show like this yeah. last one like i had certain things that i wanted to add into but i was like like at the time like leading up to it i'm like this would be cool this would be funny and then once you get there and you kind of see the crowd and you kind of base it off like certain things like i don't know what it is i, I can't explain to you what i base it off but i'm just like you know what maybe not try this tonight maybe just switch it to this or whatever but yeah i i definitely do that too like i start switching things up last minute and and i think that fucks me up though i think i should just go up there and just be like bro just do what you said mm. who cares what anyone fucking says but the minute i get there and i see the crowd and i see every all you other motherfuckers mm. and i start getting nervous because you guys start making me feel like i should do even better which is a good thing because i fucking love you guys for that but uh <clears throat> I'm just like I. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I, if I mean, I I lock my stuff in. I lock yeah, my, I, I can tell you. Dude. Well, what what I mean by that is like I. You look comfortable up there. <laughs> I, I I I know what jokes I want to do, and then I I come up with the order, and then I I walk around like a fucking crazy person and say that shit to myself. Nah, you make. It I'll, hard, I'll, I'll 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 record myself saying it, and then I'll listen to it a few times. Like, oh shit! Okay. Like I want to hear how how it's sounding coming out of my mouth i want to hear like what am i spending too much time on like i did that a lot going into the uh the second mic and the first mic i i did like three and a half minutes yeah and i and i didn't do that going into that one i just like was had the the stuff written and i said i'll i'll do these three jokes and then however much time that takes that's what it takes but then i I wanted to have close to 10 minutes like ready for the second one. So I did more of that where I locked it in. I did the order. I listened to it and listened to it. And then like it went, it went better. So then I, I, I do that now. I oh, just, okay. just kind of like try to lock it in more. Oh, okay. In terms of setting it. So it's all, all about a uh, repetition. I think so. Yeah. I, I like, cause it, you, you're just, you're seeing it, you're hearing it, you're getting all these like senses involved in in this act, and then just it's it's more muscles to to commit to muscle memory of like performing this thing, you know. But isn't that the challenge though? Like especially from us down here in Yuma, doing like these very minimal shows. It's like, let's just say next month, right? Next yeah. uh, what November thirtieth? Say we're gonna have a a crest show, like a big show, you know. Someone from LA comes down, like headliner and all that stuff. Uh, it's a bad weekend. Hold on, I'm the just holidays. saying. I'm, I'm thinking maybe early December. Cody, this is hypothetically okay. speaking. Yeah. Let's just say we're gonna have a big show then, right? <laughs> Between us three, we're all gonna perform. But <clears throat> from now to that point, how much practice are we really gonna get? You know, what I'm saying like to perform at that level to where it's like, yeah, like we talked about it. We kind of have like the loophole where it's like cody puts on these shows and it's kind of like we're uh well we're putting on the show so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna open up with us i thought of i thought of another analogy what all right it's like um all right so it's like you know we're all friends right and and uh you guys need to come over and like finger bang my sister but she has down syndrome you know <laughs> but like you know you still get to try it you still get to try it but you know we all get a chance yeah you know like we're all kids you know you're still whatever <laughs> well i mean i get you know yeah I guess. yeah i guess it's kind of easy yeah you know yeah 
It's like, yeah. Who still get experience. <laughs> you, know, you know what it's like. Everyone gets a chance. Yeah. Whatever. So the comedy show is your retarded sister? I don't know. You're, yeah. Or your sister with Down syndrome. But I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Special sister. Special. Your retarded sister. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Um, where are we going with that? I don't know, man. You're talking about your special ed sister. I don't have a special ed. I don't know. I'm just saying, you know, we all have No, what I'm, I'm what I was getting at was uh we barely have like a small amount of time to practice. When we have these big shows at the end of the month, it's like we kind of just have to go off of these past two, three shows we had to build up to one big show that opens yeah. up for these huge headliners that have been practicing on these 30 40 minutes i would say to that like control what you can you can control your process your writing your like how i'm saying like saying it recording it listening to it locking in your order locking in your bits uh you can control that so what, what whether you're walking around your house for a month doing that work or you're doing it at mike's you're doing some some variation like some degree of it so control what you can like get those reps in get that writing like tuned in get your order set and get your act together and like do it you're not doing it for people and that's obviously like a big part of it but you're doing it in front of people sometimes so then you get that information and you piece that in yeah you know i mean even doing this helps you know for sure you're you're working out that muscle you know you're yeah we're also just having a conversation where we talk about what our goals and stuff are but at the same time we have like little stories here and there and that's why i told you when i first started the podcast that was the idea where it was like i just have conversations with other people or i do solo podcasts where when i listen back to them I'm like actually that's a good bit or that's a funny joke like same thing we're all just kind of telling like our ideas and funny stories and stuff later on you find it like because i'm not gonna lie from tonight from what i heard uh certain things i hear bits from both you guys i've heard things you guys have said that i'm like how is that not a joke how have you not said that Mm. so doing the podcast i kind of do that for myself where uh absolutely i just like say stories and stuff and i'm like that would be funny i guess if i turned into a joke or whatever so you guys have some stuff that uh you guys have been telling me or telling us but uh yeah yeah, I mean, we need no, we need more, I guess, mic time. Um, and that's why, you know, when we're willing to go to El Centro, because they have a weekly open mic, um, you know, I, I bet we could probably find a spot over here. Yeah. You know, and, Well, maybe and, next week we can do that. And I bet you money, like, if I, the only reason I don't want to do this is I don't want to confuse people, people, is I bet you money if we were to approach brewers and say, hey, can we do one at the Avenue B location? at the other two weeks you know what i mean oh so one over here one over there that's going to confuse people yeah it's too far they want to yeah they want to set spot yeah Yeah. so that's why like i think saying airport is safe yeah because you can't like fuck up that just go to the airport airport in in somerton right yeah but yeah roll field no one goes there (laughs) no Uh, okay that's all the people trying to like escape mexico or people trying to go from u.s to mexico so no no one's going to confuse that. All right. Well, the airport open mic, you can't, you know, so maybe set up there every week. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. But I, I would love, dude, the thing that was great about our undisclosed open mic was it it went past nine o'clock. 
Yes. You know, like it was it was fun. We went late. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. I, I think if we can't get an open mic somewhere, we can just kind of do our own thing and even if we don't perform for lo- like random people, we can at least perform for all of us that are trying to do stand up and just kind of give each other pointers because that's how I saw it. Like I didn't have a lot of time or I didn't perform in front of like random people, but even if I got off stage, what are they going to tell me like hey, you should have done this? Like no, yeah. it's better to do a stand-up set and get uh reviewed by like my peers like people you guys trying to like and i i i love constructive criticism there's nothing you guys can tell me that's gonna be like if you guys told me like bro that set sucked like i don't know what the fuck you're talking about like that shit wasn't funny at all then i'd maybe be like okay i'll try to make it better or i'll just completely scrap it no we'd, but, be, we'd be pieces of shit <laughs> exactly that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah. as i'm saying is like this is that, that that's the perfect time to where it's not people that are just like they've never got on stage they have nothing they anything that they say doesn't matter or even if it's not funny whatever but to perform in front of your peers that also are going to go up on stage they can talk because they've been up on stage they've done they've said some funny things and so if you guys have something that isn't that i do and you're like that's not funny or whatever it's just like all right cool like it means a lot more and that's and i think we should do some more of those even if we can't find a spot then like fuck it like we'll go to a warehouse or something and just say jokes in front of people and try stuff out and be like everyone we give pointers i mean i i think we would probably do what we did at the uh that last pop-up was find a place and and say hey can we it's a a slow tuesday could we come in here exactly yeah you know Mm -hmm. see you next tuesday yeah Oh man, well we've been going for some time. We gotta wrap it up. Uh I just wanna say, Emil, thank you for coming out, brother. Dude. I'm so glad right. I met you. Like I said, from the the time I met you, you were hilarious. Um I don't have a lot of friends, so it's always cool to meet I felt like I sound I sound like a serial killer. You <laughs> know, know, like I don't have a lot of friends, but thank you for hanging out with me. I know I'm fucking weird, but they thanks. don't they don't let me out much. And yeah. they don't yeah, they don't let me out much, but thanks for letting me out. <laughs> no, but uh you came out and you were fucking hilarious and like i said from the moment you came out to the open mic at the at brewers at the airport uh i had to go up to you and be like bro i have a podcast if didn't you, he i'm sorry no go ahead I was, didn't he seem cool back then like remember like he no, had, he did he had people there it was kind of intimidating well, like, i had one he, person there no, your brother no, you had my you, buddy uh, you had somebody else at the table i thought but point being is kind of intimidating like this guy killed it well, not only you know? that, but like yeah. he, but he wasn't a dick though. Like no. he didn't show up and was like just was watching horrified. us. Like no, he oh. was he was laughing. He was <laughs> yeah. engaged with us. So I so my stomach hurt up until he came up. I didn't know he was even performing. I, I thought like oh well afterwards like oh he, he's clearly done this before. He knows what he's doing. Mm. And you then know? we find out yeah yeah no you guys were cool as shit. No, but uh, like I said, when we saw you, like oh, the cool kids. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't feel cool, dude. Yeah. Oh, I was man. I was stressing and wanting to. Wanting to do good and just like be a part of the the scene and the community. So like, you guys coming up and giving me props and like being cool and you know yeah, that was it. That was everything because I was I was ner- like uh, whatever it looked like I was nervous as shit. Uh, my friend or friends whoever was there. I, I think I had one friend the first night. Um, that was emotion very much emotional support. Like it was like. I didn't. I knew I wanted to go watch the open mic. I took my notebook, thinking like maybe I'll sign up, and then I just told myself on the drive over, like, sign up, dude, sign yeah. up and get the first one done. Yeah. How you said, like, 
knock it out. Yeah. Knock it out and then and then you and then there's the next one. And then you add and you change and do all that. But yeah, however I seemed, I was stressed out. No, and, man. You guys, and you guys being cool at the end made it like all right, I'm coming back. I'm doing if nothing else, I'm doing this mic as long <laughs> as long as it is going. And now we even got you doing the crest shows, which yeah. that also helped me out a lot. Like now I feel the the craziness of following someone that is killing because before it was just me opening and then it's just like, well, of course the people behind me are going to follow and I'm going to do amazing. And now I have you and now you open and I follow you and I'm like, damn. And like last show, I was just like, I was like, I should have gone before him. Cause dude, you were hilarious. Like I don't mean to toot your own horn, but you were, and this is why I want you on the podcast. This is why I want to stay close friends with you because yeah. you're hilarious. You're a good time to be around. Everyone loves you. Thanks, dude. Uh, fucking, I hope you stick around with the Brewer shows. I hope you stick around with the Crest shows. I hope we all, all three of us, just kind of go up and, and more do, do more spots. We take a road trip, go to Phoenix, go to San Diego, to LA, wherever the fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I think we got a good group here that's kind of pushing each other to be better. No one's trying to be better than anyone else. Everyone just wants to see each other grow up. Right. And I'm I'm glad I've made friends with you guys. Well, and uh, likewise, but what I'm saying is it, as we grow the scene, as, as long as, you know, there's a, enough of you all and us and, and because, uh, you know, being there every week is is uh, challenging. But if that can be spread out where people can host, you know, every other week or whatever, and you know maybe it's spread out amongst four, three or four or five people yeah so you know that that burden isn't all on one person to be there every week mm-hmm. week in and week out yeah true you know so if you guys are up for something like that i was yeah. just thinking oh yeah definitely you know yeah but and, uh and certain weeks would be more popular than others <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> payday weeks and shit right but uh no man i just want to say once again thank you guys for coming out uh emil you have instagram don't you i do i just i just made a comedy account on instagram what are your two accounts you Uh, got a personal yeah i have the personal uh, that i'm just gonna i got all my kid pictures and stuff on there so i'm leaving that private and then uh i made emil.comedy emil.comedy okay i'll put it right here as always cody cody beeson um Oh, can I plug? Uh, yes, you can. Okay, so Cody Beeson is the 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 Instagram, but it's nine two eight comedy. Nine two eight comedy is the goal. Yeah. Follow nine two eight comedy; it will not follow you back. Yeah, and he's he he's got some big people following him, and he still has zero fucking followers. No. I wish we'd have like a a behind like like a no one knew who ran nine two eight comedy, yeah. but now we know. So. Yeah. Whatever. Nah. Uh, so we got Cody Beeson, nine two eight comedy. Uh, follow me, guys, at uh, at Jordan Natano is my personal. Uh, for the podcast is at the Slob on the Pod. Please like, comment, subscribe on YouTube. Uh, it's very corny to say that, but I, I feel like I have to say it. Maybe just remind people. I don't know uh, if you guys listen on um, Spotify, uh, Apple podcast at the very bottom you can write little comments you can give me a five star rating you can give me a one star rating honestly i don't care as long as the fact that it's interactive that'd be cool i mean can, can you make it like a for a cause can you, can you ask a question and people like would respond to it oh okay uh so i don't know 
Oh, I don't know. It's just it's just an idea. Okay. Actually, it's October, so let's just do this. Uh, what What is something you guys are going to dress up as? Ooh. So in the comments on uh, YouTube or on Apple Podcast at the very bottom, just write for just put October and put your costume idea and let's just hear that. I don't fucking know. Let's are, just start with something. Are you dressing up? I'm gonna dress up. Jeffrey Dahmer. Ah, that's that's an idea. <laughs> that's that's, that's so, an option. So many every white dude's gonna be Jeffrey Dahmer this Every year. white every girl, skinny white dude. Girl, every, yeah. Girl's gonna wear girl it. with a short haircut. Yeah. 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 So that's something. But yeah, so let's just do that. All right. All right. Thank you guys for coming out. Thank you, Emil. Thank you, Cody. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in again. Remember, go to liquidiv.com. Get uh, 20% off plus free shipping when you use promo code SLOB. Uh, Emil, brother, I'm glad you came out and did comedy. I'm glad you came out and did this podcast. I really hope you stick with us. Uh, I would. My dream thing would be that we take like a, a one-month road trip. Yeah. We go on on the road. All three of us go around to different cities within however mile radius, and we all just try to find open mics. That sounded romantic, and I oh, want to do it. Open mics or, or, or like get paid because those are different. Just open mics. Just open mics is what you're saying. Yeah, open mics. Okay. We'll all save them some money. We'll I'll rent a van. We'll take a one week trip where we just go to Phoenix, San Diego, L.A. Fucking. Dude, I've always wanted Utah. To do that, that gumball one. Yeah, in the San Diego, uh, L.A. LA, LA, LA. So, so we have ideas. So, long story short, um, oh, right, real quick. depending on the color of the ball, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you get extra two minutes. Oh. Or, oh, you cut by two minutes, you know, cool. like. Or talk. you have a theme. Yeah. Or you have, like, oh. make a joke about uh, Mermaid, the yeah. Little Mermaid, the Black Little Mermaid. Or. That's uh, so, talk about, like, really testing your metal. Like, yeah. oh, shit, now do your thing with less time yeah. or more time or whatever, you know? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, I mean, if you want to do something like that, yeah. Uh, yeah, we. A weekend trip, I get it. You have kids, you have you know family and stuff. But take a weekend trip, mm-hmm. d- day and back, whatever. Do yeah. they have a TV? Yeah, put them in front <laughs> of the TV. Yeah. But uh, I love you guys. Love Thank you, you guys for Thanks coming you. out. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Slob on the Pod. Uh, we're out, boys. Love you. There, bro.